right, welcome everybody once again to the newest episode of Sticks and Kicks. And if we cut out, if we lose signal, if we do anything like this, it has to be because we're in Unreal. the middle of butt fuck nowhere. Unreal. In three hours into the desert, where they come out and bury like Breaking Bad type bodies out here and shit. But they don't bury; here. they melt bodies <laughs> in Breaking Bad. Come on now, they melt them in buckets. Yeah. Oh, they're smart about well, it. Well, this is where they fucking pour them out. That's all I'm saying. And anyway, we have made it all the way out here to Santan Valley. Shout out to everyone who listens to Santan. I know Robert's around the corner. We're about to hit up <laughs> Painting Lane Brewery as soon as we live we leave out of here. You know, uh, go up to good old uh, Red Fury Lager. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Well, uh, yeah. we, there was one that was briefly called that. But. Yeah. I remember his beer was super tasty. That's all, and it was very strong. So it was fucking good. Yeah, so anyway, yes, right here joining us. And by the way, for the first time in months, without a phone line here in front of us, yes, he is still alive, Mister Kenny Mitchell. Kenny, how you doing? Buddy? I'm doing well, man. Um, I know I sound much sexier in person, so I'm glad that you guys came out here. Um, yeah, I know it's it's cool because uh, we've had to do we had to make do um, a lot with. With everything that's going on with the coronavirus and now the other shit, um, it's it's been tough to be honest with you. It's it's tough to sit there and pace around my house and breathe into the mic like Darth Vader and have <laughs> have them text me to tell me to chill out because I'm I'm going off on too long of a rant. But no, it's uh, it's definitely nice to be in person. Coming soon. Yeah, right. <laughs> definitely, 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 they're coming. Apparently. Uh, but no, it's uh, no, it's cool. It's it's good to see your ugly mugs again, and I'm uh, I'm happy to be here. Well, ugly. I mean, that's that's not me. So you must be talking about Daniel. And of course, the person talking is the ugly motherfucker, Lucio. Lucio, thank you for joining us all the way out here. It's quite a road trip that we took. You know, it was a few snacks and a you know couple beers in. So I'm just playing. I don't drink and drive. You guys. I was gonna say, <laughs> holy shit, what are we been doing? No, but it's uh, it's nice to be. Back in, in Santan Valley for the little time we have here, you know, used to live down here. So I know the drive gets a little gruesome. Uh, so for all the people that have to drive this drive and work out here, <laughs> that's all I have to say. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm, I love it out here. I, I like it out here. It's just far here. away from fucking anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Just like to point out that by snacks on the road, he means three cheeseburgers, which is Did what really? I, no. I thought we were. Splitting on the way here, but no, that was his road snacks, and he came over here, and yes, he's still expecting lunch, so. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't expect anything less. What are you talking about? They were small. Okay. So, I made my first uh, DJ appearance. Oh. Yeah. I'm DJ Seizure. Um, Not Shiloh? No, no, DJ DJ Seizure. No. Seizure. Yeah. Seizure. Like, seizing up. Yeah. (laughs) If someone's already taken that name, I apologize, but uh, we did something really cool for my my wife's... um, Sister. Little sister, yeah, she she uh, unfortunately didn't get to graduate or have her prom uh, due to COVID nineteen. Um, and shout out to anybody that did lose that privilege because it is sincerely a privilege that we all kind of took advantage of. I went to three proms, uh, you know, not Me trying too, to toot buddy. my own horn, but yeah, you know, three proms. Wow, am I the only one that only did two? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you weren't that light. So. Yeah, I went to, I went to three <laughs> proms, and and obviously my graduation was awesome. Like I, the school I graduated from in, in uh, California, we had an outside graduation. Where's the and, boo button? 
Don't even. Don't. Even. We were. <laughs> we were like, dude. We were like two miles from the beach. Like you could hear like seagulls and shit. Like it, I, I still remember the vivid look of my graduation to this day. I don't know if you guys do, but such a beautiful day it was that sunset. Um, it was. It was a really awesome time. So to be uh, fair, shout out to them. Uh, go ahead. What were you gonna say? I, I mean, I graduated because I, I didn't walk. Because I, I just thought walking was stupid. Because his like name for, is no, Joaquin no. Lucia. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that. I, again, I just my personal like thing was I just didn't understand what, like you know, you sit there for how like, to walk two hours and you wait for someone to call your name like and get like for me my acknowledgement See, was just me graduating. You took advantage of it. That's what I'm saying. Like you took it, you took it for granted. Whereas kids have been looking forward to it for a while. You know, it's it's. Well, I didn't take it for granted. I just never really cared to I, do exactly. It. But that's I, what I get I what meant. you're saying. That's, that's what, what I meant. Saying. I what in retrospect, it was a it was a good moment for you. Yeah, because but I did it my way. Imagine so, yeah. looking up to that moment since you were. I feel you. No, in pre K, and then all of a sudden you you get that far that close, and all of a sudden you just. I feel you. Happening. No, I get so. it. I get it. I'm just you know my experience was not. I didn't walk. I know Daniel walked in his graduation. Right. Yeah, and uh, for for me it was a little bit different because uh, I felt a lot of the same thing that Lucio did is like I didn't I didn't want to go there and like be I, I felt no point to it like all right I earned this I graduated and I'm gonna get it either way so why go through all of this whatever we had it at a uh, the State Farm Stadium uh, at the time it was the University of Phoenix Stadium so we were there yeah on there really yeah. no I'm sorry I'm sorry Hila uh, River Hila River yes driving so dot com it's like I just remember driving past was the stadium it, there was AC too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, that's what I was worried yeah, about no. in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. No, but I was like, uh, do they really make them walk in fucking May or well, June? Well, no, it was well, inside. It, it, it was definitely. That's yeah, what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Definitely inside. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know how definitely, uh, definitely, definitely. You know how no, cold it I, is in there. I had a lot. I had a lot of a uh, uh, um, kind of second thought. Like I didn't want to do it. Uh, my my situation is a little bit different because uh, myself and my cousin who was graduating with me, we were the first in our family to receive a high school graduation high school diploma so it's all like all right, it's more for like my family everyone's there everyone's take pictures everyone's so happy so proud so like all right you know what i'm gonna do it because they kind of want me to do it and it turned out to be a really good night i loved it i loved being there i loved seeing all my family so happy and um friends but, but um now seeing it from the other side of it's I made a choice to do that. These kids didn't have that choice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like they just, just kind of taken away from you. Yeah, like, like like if it was if it was me, I would have been like, I don't care. Like I was, I didn't want to do it anyway. But so many of these kids did want it. So that's seeing it from both sides. So yeah, definitely we've shouted out a couple of times on this podcast and shout them out again because you know what, you earned it. That's twelve years yeah. of schooling, twelve years of working hard, and you know what, not everyone gets it. You guys got it. Yeah, it's thirteen. So I mean, kindergarten don't count. Wow! Just about social skills, and, but you have to draw within the line. It's a glorified daycare. Yeah. <laughs> I had my first girlfriend, and so I guess I first grade, no kindergarten, first. Yeah. Her name was Jordan. I remember her name was oh, Maria. Man. Basic, yeah, no. Mexican, Mexican. I bet. <laughs> this is <his> Maria. <laughs> it's his mom. Um, <laughs> but I actually remember, like, when I was uh, like, and I don't know how much longer we can keep on the subject. No, you're fine. You're in, fine. In, in, when I was in my, preschool, my DJ story doesn't count anymore. Because I, because I had a, I had a uh, in preschool this girl that I would always be friends with. Like, we just like it, it's not like this girl from boyfriend whatever. Like you're very young, but it's a girl that I would always hang out with. That I would always talk to, and I remember her name is Destiny. I I don't know her last name, but her name is Destiny. I remember that. And I wonder if she's got a child named Daniel. Wow. Name Daniel. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> you completely missed it. Yeah, yeah, I missed it until yeah. he said child, and I was like, okay. But no, 
that was my first experience of a girl being that mad at me because I went and uh, in our preschool, we went out and there was like this whole fleet of tricycles. And when you would go out to recess, like some kids would go to the sandbox swings or whatever. And like this group of this group of boys would always go for the tricycles, like ride around the tricycle, like some kind of like preschool motorcycle gang or something that always goes around. And I was talking to them one morning and they thought, hey, this guy's might be pretty cool. And they invited me to go over. I was like, oh, shit, this is like the, the cool kids ride the tricycles. Like I'm usually just hanging out in the sandbox with Destiny. But when I when I went, it's all like, hey, they invited me to go over. So like, all right. And I went and I said hi to Destiny. It's like, hey, I'm going to go ride tricycles with them because they invited me over and they're the cool kids. And I went and I spent like 10 minutes riding tricycles around the whole little little cement path that they had going through. And the she sandbox hated you after that. I went back and she fucking hated my guts. She would not talk to me. She was like, don't whatever. Like you what ignore me. And like, wait, wait. Like I'm, I'm like, I only spent like a little bit of time. Like we could still spend recess, like still building sandcastles like we usually do. Like, no, nah. she wanted nothing to do with me after that. And even like she she stopped saving my, my place in line when we would go into the classroom no more sharing crayons. No more. She cut me out of her life like a freaking leech. You chose fame. <laughs> I did. Over that friendship. Was, that was probably not the best thing to do. And you know For what? all you know, that could have been the person you married. Lesson learned. And. You know, destiny could have. It could have been your destiny. <laughs> Are you proud of that statement? Where's the. Now where's the boo? Fuck this. <laughs> shit. Ah, shit. I I'm not going to get the. Hang on, wait. All right, say it again. Now I'm ready. Okay. No, I don't need to say it again. <laughs> All right. It but is anyways. late, but I got it. Um, but no, uh, I don't know. For, like, And I do understand that a lot of people, you know, like there was not a choice. So like I do feel because like mine was a choice where I didn't want to walk and I didn't think the, the whole thing was like important in that sense like i understood what it was but like in my head i was just like you know i got my diploma i don't i'm not a big like as much as i like the attention he people, loves attention people forget that i'm very private when it comes to like doing stuff like if you ever see my social media you probably won't see it because if i don't know you i don't add yeah. you so it's one of those things i'm very private with my at joaquin lucio, at joaquin lucio. <laughs> yeah speaking of like social media i don't want to get off the topic but at the same time i kind of do yeah. because we've been doing this for a while um and we, we don't have to talk about this long, but I did something cool. I, I deleted my Facebook, deactivated it. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, I noticed that you went on for a while. Yeah. Just because, you know, there's a lot of shit going on right now. Yeah. Man, I tell you what, dude, like, it's kind of it's kind of nutty to, to because I, I realize how many times I open my Facebook app. Because <laughs> I, I see it's like, sign in. Um, you still, dude, you're that weird one, I swear. I feel like you do it all the time. Like, I remember watching you when I used to live here. You would, like, sign in to, like, you would go into the Chrome app and sign into your Facebook all the time. And I was like, why I don't, liked, I liked and then the, why don't you just use the version. app? I, I, I always like, now I use the app, mostly. Okay. But I know, but I remember for the longest yeah. time, I was like, why don't you just use the app? It's so much yeah. easier. You click and it just opens. You I, know? I just liked the mobile version better. I felt like you could do more with it. But anyway, long story short, uh, it's it was kind of it was kind of cool to... Um, I don't know. It was kind of cool to realize that hey, you know, you don't really need that shit to move on. So, um, you know, I challenge anybody that wants to do it. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, try it. Give yourself a break. I man. hardly it's ever cute. get on Facebook. I'm usually always on Instagram. I like to see. Well, the now that I got this do. fucking iPhone, I don't know if either of Boo. you have it. I don't even either. Even. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know if either of you have it, but it shows you uh, a screen time report at the end of the week. Every yeah, Irene told me that there and yesterday. It shows you like what you spent your week on, and holy fuck, was that an eye opener? So, anyway, that was my little rant. But and we can't finish the DJ story because it's just like we've already gotten way too far. But hashtag DJ seizure. What's up? We'll make your party lit. Make you flop like a fish. <laughs> I'm so sorry to anybody, that dude. That was that was big bad. That was big bad. Full disclosure: he had three more ready. He couldn't get through the first yeah, one. Yeah, so. right. No, no. I, I've I've had a grand mal seizure, so I feel like I can. It's like you feel like you can talk about it if you've had one. So, no, that was an insensitive joke, but that's what we do here. But anyway, let's go on. <laughs> All right. I well, I mean, you know what? Let's let's just uh, <laughs> let's get our our hockey stuff out of the way. Like I know we spent all last episode talking about hockey, but uh, Coyotes re- returning to practice always yep. a good sign. I mean, the NHL was officially the first one to approve a plan. Everything's gonna get back Thank to back, back to finishing this season. Yep. And yeah, this, I, I believe Kenny is this week that they're gonna go, come back on the ice. Uh, yeah, it looks like this upcoming week. So yeah, I, I always forget that Dude, Sunday starts the week. I'm so happy. So, with yeah. this going on dude honestly i didn't have a place to watch any games at all and yeah. i ended up for the draft getting youtube tv and do you still have it yeah because i, it. I was yeah, sitting I there it. telling I irene too. i was like oh you so, have it too yeah i was oh, sitting cool. there telling irene i was like you know what though it's just better to have this right now because once sports pick back up it's like you can record it watch it later you know you can watch previous games like yeah. at any time you don't have to sit there and worry about like oh you know i missed my liverpool game or something uh, I, I don't know what happened i'll just watch when i get home yeah it's We're gonna like, sound like spokespeople for yeah. it but it's truly like it's it's so much better, so much better. and then there's no contracts you know sorry if i sound like a spokesperson for it like i said not but, a sponsor yet yet, yet. Right. but the yet. thing is it was just <laughs> such a it's I'm sitting there and I'm just waiting for hockey to start. I'm sitting there's like, man, I cannot wait. It's like I, I want to have like a hockey night with Kenny and Danny. Just like show up, like just, go to yeah. come over or like they come over to the house and we just like kick it. We'll make our own beers. fan noises. I know. It's like, not Woo! like this generic bullshit. <laughs> the generic yeah, yeah, the ge- yeah, like the oh, like, reminds me of sitcoms. Well, well see now I, I don't know how sitcoms. It, 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 it works for soccer because it's just a steady noise throughout. I know, I know. I like I have no idea what they're gonna do for hockey. Because you can't, a lot of times it, during, like, play in hockey, it's not like, there's not people doing the waves or vuvuzelas or anything Now they like are, that. Like, with the ra- AZ Rapids. Uh, yeah, chanting when we yeah get I don't know. The waves, I, honestly, I don't like the wave in hockey because Well, not like, the wave. Yeah. I'm talking about the chanting. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, that, that, But yeah. anyway, yeah. The no, wave I get, is I get weird what you're in saying. hockey. I think that YouTube TV, one thing that I love that the Coyotes are doing, and, and I, I saw now that the Suns are doing it, so I don't know if it's a Fox Sports Arizona thing or if the Coyotes started the trend. They're replaying the Coyotes' glory days. Oh, on, oh yeah, that's been all across oh, Arizona. My, They're doing all, all, all the good Stoudemire games. Stoudemire and Nash. And that was cool to watch. The Cardinals stuff. also, yeah. like, some good games from the Cardinals. Yeah. Like all, Back in all 2011. That. I, I started noticing, and maybe, and maybe I, maybe they all, I, it's probably a Fox Sports Arizona thing then, but um, I started noticing that the Coyotes were doing it, and then I started seeing the Suns were doing it, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, that's that's pretty bitching. Because, it is pretty man, it's so, it's so cool to fucking rewatch those games. I remember how excited that was when the coyotes were you know uh when when they got through chicago and then when they got through nashville you know and then all of a sudden and that nashville series was cool to rewatch because we're about to play them yeah that um, was i was watching that the yeah. other day. It was and that was a controversial series i don't know if you guys heard about it but two of their highest 
uh, most prolific players got trouble um, the night before. The night before and had that, to get they, suspended. They sat him right. They sat yeah, him they down. had to get suspended. Damn. So yeah, it was in and I they mean, were in Arizona that day. Yeah, they were in Arizona. So they, um, it was in I, I believe they, they broke shit. curfew or something. Well, I think they gambled or something. I forget. They what They were was. gambling. I think it was. They was, went to like a club and they left and they went gambling and then they got in trouble because yeah. I think they were past curfew and when they went to go check they weren't there. And then like you're in a playoff series, you're in the yeah. second round. You worked eighty two games plus we're, at least at least four more mm-hmm. to get to the second round. You, you, I understand that you want to go like party, but I mean, but it, my it other thing too. To us. My I mean, other like, thing too. It was it, beneficial. It be, I hate that. I don't want any Nashville fans to use that as their crutch. But the thing is, <laughs> I don't think it's a crutch because, like, what really are you doing in Arizona? Like, I love this place and I love Arizona, for, you know, to the bottom of my heart. But I th- there's not a lot to do club-wise. Scottsdale's amazing. Well, Scottsdale has a about. shit ton, and I guess they can do it because you That's know where they, got in trouble. they have money. But like other than that, it's like if you don't have money, you don't see people from West Phoenix going well, out. They the have hotel. money. I mean, the case closed, man. They, they, do. they, they But it's also I feel like it's also their coach's fault. I feel like honestly they can't blame this on the you know, at that time. I'm not sure. I feel like so. it's it's the people who are supposed to be in charge of No, that was Barry Trust. It's it's like it's like saying, you know, like the people in the, the people in charge of, you know, the Cuban Cuban people running away from soccer matches in the United States, it's the people taking care of them. It's their fault. Yeah. I don't know if you know about that. I don't. Yeah, when uh, <laughs> when Cubans come play over here in the states. Well, when 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 it was under like full on embargo, like yeah, Cuba is like in this isolated persona on Grotta Island or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they got this. Uh, whenever Cuba would play a game in the United States, whether it be for Olympic qualifiers, whether it be for World Cup, any time they got a chance to play, like they would try the hardest to make the squad. They literally had security, military people, almost like. Watching over the, the hotel team and everything because like they knew it's if you turn your back on these guys they're gonna fucking go AWOL. <laughs> and you and know sure those enough, guys can run every once in a while they would like I, I they remember would lose like three or four players a few, a few of them they would like run away from the hotel run away from the team practices it. or whatever because once you're gone you're gone and, and you That's know so like awesome. it, it had that thing where like uh, if a Cuban national were to reach American soil like they could get pardoned they can get citizenship they all this and like they risked it all like these guys were like full on. Uh, if you run away, I have the right to shoot you as as military security. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, like the Cubans, they lost a few players every time they got to the United States. Yeah, it's, that's 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 kind of trippy. That's it's, it's it's interesting because like I sit there and think about it. It's like you know, it's like who wouldn't like what if like Korea like was in the same position like North Korea when they like the Olympics, you know? Oh like yeah, they sat there and all of a sudden you know we had. I love this States. story though. I I think that that's it's it's such an interesting story to hear. But like you know, there like, should be a documentary on it, like a thirty for thirty. Thirty for that would be cool. I don't know if they would do it though. Why not? They've done worse. Co- we'll, more, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll exactly. do it. <laughs> a dirty, we'll, we'll call it twenty for twenty. <laughs> dirty for dirty. Dirty for dirty. Yeah. We'll just only talk dirty. Like we'll just be narrating. Like oh, check out this motherfucker right here. You see him? He's running like and a motherfucker. He just ran yeah. and ran. You know ran. he can run. You see how long they run on those fucking things, man? Like they. Um, but He's like he no. wasn't gonna score today. Yeah. <laughs> At least not on the pitch. With you know mom. what I mean, <laughs> but <laughs> we got we, yeah we got way yeah, off topic. There, I mean, there, there was definitely it, it was definitely a different thing for them to be in Scottsdale than for Q, uh, yes. Q players to be running. But I, when I, I wasn't even that like, the whole Cuban thing wasn't about the whole um the the whole like pardon or anything. The whole Cuban thing was more about like 
it's the coaches it's like the people who are in charge of them being yeah. a curfew especially when you're at a away game like you have to be in charge of these people and i feel like it's their like their responsibility and i feel it's their job yeah and I See, think now, as, that would be true lucio if you have like a high school team and you're going out of town playing the game and you're looking after these kids these are grown-ass professional men Exactly, so it's even worse because they're growing as professionals that know that there's a curfew, and that's as what I'm saying. So you can't put it on the coach and like, why didn't you make sure he was in bed by seven? Yeah, I mean, I think he was like what ten. <laughs> I don't know. I know I get spanked if I'm not in bed at a good time. Well, so. <laughs> all uh, I know is that Nashville has no, no excuse. No, I didn't. Mar- I, I, I'm sorry. I, I appreciate the comments there. I, I just don't want to go down that rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, fuck you, Lucio. No, I'm sorry. Like, I truly, it's my fault. I brought it up, but <laughs> essentially, I was, I was just. We, our main topic though mm-hmm. was getting back on the ice. I'm excited though for yeah, that, whole, yeah. that whole game. Yeah. I feel like we can take Nashville. Honestly, I yeah. feel like we can take Nashville, and we, I think we, it's gonna be a hard fought game. Hard, we, we, we did talk about it we, last I week. I know we talked about it, but did we talk about like? Our projections yes. uh, for for the series. I know we did every series projections, but like, oh, oh we're the, a home the win, team. The win yeah. loss and well, no, I know that we didn't create the graphics. Uh, yeah, th- those are still in progress because we want to make it official. We want to make it look nice. Our our social media, we we take a lot of pride in that. By the way, we have the handles. We should shout that out, or or we'll tweet Facebook about. sticks and kicks. Yeah, yes, we have uh, Facebook. You can look us up at sticks and kicks. Instagram sticks dot kicks and Twitter sticks kicks one. Yeah, look us up. Yeah, and then we'll we'll have say we'll what's have up. The, yeah, we'll have those. Yeah, slide my DMs. I'm, I'm, <laughs> wow, I'm, our DMs I'm, are yeah. open. Yeah, um, right. But no, yeah, we want to create a, a, a good graphic for you. But no, I'm talking about like, did we dive in? I don't. I don't remember talking about like our our projections. Uh, really, like, yeah. The, what our strengths are going to be against Nashville and what oh, their weaknesses we, are. We, we, we briefly a, touched we, on we it. Glanced we can. Over it. We, we can. If you want to, we so, can. Uh, so you know what? I, I, I'm not good to speak on all the rest of them, but let's go ahead and do a deep dive right now on just the series yeah. with, uh, with Arizona and Nashville. So Lucio, Lucio started it off la- uh, last time, and I kind of want to give you the opportunity mm-hmm. to with, with the health of the roster. I think that so, we're all... Yeah. yeah. So with... with, with, with uh, Coyotes. I mean, they're almost. I'm pretty sure every single one of our players is healthy yeah, right it's now. Confirmed. It's, everybody's it's healthy. Nobody's nobody's in the injury in the injury list. Everyone's up there. Um, it I was think, only Garland and Chikrin that were yeah. out at the time. Because if you remember, Kemper was back. Kemper was back, but it was like, and Ronto was still out too. Like Ronto had just. They were still splitting time. I believe Ronto was coming back from something. He yeah. was clear to play, but not 100. Truly, but the know. whole whole thing is, Connor Garland had just gotten injured when we were going it, on. It a was break. considered a season-ending yeah. uh, so injury. The, yep. We're glad that he's back. Um, I think, as far as the squad's health-wise, is I mean, we're we're not we're not going to be we're not gonna, we're, we're we're strong team, especially on offense. I think it's our more it's our stronger actually more of our like what we have going for us. Yeah, um, I think our defense. It's not that it's weak. I think the defense just lacks size and lacks aggressiveness when it comes to board play when it comes to hit ratio like because i've seen games where we take hits so much but yet we give almost nothing it's like we're a complete finesse team and it's all fair it's all fun and games until you hit the playoffs because once you hit the playoffs i mean you're it's just 
boss there's pedal to the metal boss laws where you're like sitting there and it's hit after hit and if you yeah. can't take it if you're not a tough defenseman if you can't hit some of their good players you'll get a good good hit on them and you're not rattling them they're gonna pick us apart right and, and I that's and, and sorry i didn't want to cut you no, off i think that that's that's part of the reason why i really like nashville um because i don't know if you guys remember the games that we played against dallas i i I'm choosing Dallas because Dallas, uh, they really pissed me off. <laughs> they really pissed me off, specifically Jamie Benn. And I don't want to say, like, oh, fuck Jamie Benn. But, I mean, it's like a player you would love to have on your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's their captain. Huge guy, right? Just intimidating. He, he'll hit people, sometimes controversial hits and everything. But we just looked, we just looked like our tails were tucked between our legs. And specifically, I remember, I'm not, I'm not doubting that Oliver Ekman Larson is, is a, a tough guy or not. I'm, I'm not saying that at all, but um, there was a, there was a point where Oliver Ekman Larson and, and Jamie Ben were talking face to face. And it just looked like Oliver Ekman Larson was being talked to by his dad. It was just like, I don't know. It just seems so weird. Like, like talk down to. And uh, we all be the first person to tell you that he, he's not the most vocal guy. Yeah. But he's, he's a very, he, he he he's a good defender. He's chippy. He can get nasty. But he's no Jamie Ben. Where Jamie Ben's gonna like bark at you and 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 destroy you. So or like just physically and you know really get under your skin. And and we we I remember the, the game that we played against them. That's that game in um, particular. I'm like man, this this Coyotes roster. If we made the playoffs, we're not gonna be doing all that well. Well, flash forward to now. I really like the matchup versus Nashville because they're not known to be a tough team. Mm-hmm. And I think once the Coyotes now realize what's at stake, I mean, we're, we're at the point now where we're playing to keep Taylor Hall, yeah. and we're also playing to win the Stanley Cup. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to... I should have categorized those differently. Or First off, we're playing to, uh, to win the Cup. Stanley Cup. But secondly, like we want to keep Taylor Hall. Um, and, and the team knows that. So, um, it's, it, it's interesting to me. Well, I don't want to say interesting. It's, it's exciting to me because I know Rick Tockett. Rick Tockett is a, is a playoff warrior, uh, when he played and when he helped Pittsburgh win two Stanley cups, um, not only as a player, but, um, you know, as a coach. Mm -hmm. So. I think that he's going to be able to light a new fire under their ass. I really think that the Coyotes were struck with a, uh, how do you say this? Uh, with a feeling of doubt because of the, of the, there's no, there's no hiding it. The Coyotes slid heavily from when, from December when we acquired Taylor Hall, yeah. when we were a top, team in yeah. our in our division where he was interested because he's like this well team. no taylor, i'm not doubting taylor hall but but then it's it's it was a dramatic drop and unfortunately both of our goalies got injured yeah. again it's like it's it's like almost a a tradition now like it happened last year too so you know and i i'm gonna tell you what i attribute sure. that to I, honestly and this is gonna sound terrible to say because i i don't want to say it but i feel like the reason why we've had our injuries, our goalies injured so much is because our goalies are stopping 34, 35. You no, know, like a ton know, of I goals. I feel like our defense is good. We got Nicholas Jalmerson. Yeah, we got Jacob Chikorin. I, I feel like that's not – we have those, but then we have the, la- the last two lines. 
or you know you have well I, I don't know I think well Chalet think it, you have Ness you have I like well, Ochelet I mean, but he's not, more he's not specific Demers asking more of your defense I don't think will really well it's not asking put, more put more on the it's, goalie's it's injury. putting it this way it's putting it when you make a mistake up on, uh, uh, past the, the blue line uh, past the red line I guess would be better said past the red line and you're up there and you make a, a bad pass or, or something that goes, and then you leave a defenseman open, yeah. and it's a two-on-one kind of situation, you know, your goalie really has to stretch out if because he has to make sure he blocks the, the, the person coming at him, knowing full well that he's going to either pass the puck to the person coming up on the other side, which the defenseman has to play his part in that as well. But if he doesn't, then he has to sit there and pay attention. Now, yeah. if he passes the puck... We all know how fast those things go. So now you're you're talking about this puck coming at so fast and you're trying to stretch to get yeah. there. And they have to they have to do everything they can. And, and now you're doing that, like I said, 30, 25, yeah. th- for 35 times in a game. Yeah. And not all of them are like that. But if, if we're having a good majority of that, I understand why sometimes you get those growing pulls because you're like going from back and forth and you pull one going, going on the save that you saved, but it's like, oh shit. Yeah. And... and- and I'm not saying it's all defense, sorry. No, you're good. I'm not saying it's all the defense as well. Obviously, our offense needs to score as well, well when we have the opportunities. Next, but, yeah. um, but it's one of those things where I don't blame the defense. I feel like our defense is a good defense. But I feel like at that slump time, the uh, my reasoning is that because we had so much. Because I remember watching some of those games where we're getting, we were at like 35, 36, 37 shots on on goal and I was like, God damn, dude, the fact that Kemper's still out there and the next, you know, Kemper's pulled something. He pulled something, right? Mm. I was like, It was a groin injury. It's like, it's like, fuck, dude, like, God damn it. And then Ranta, same thing. It's yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, what, like, what's going on? And it's because our defense wasn't doing this. We, ha- we didn't have Demers there either. We had to pull someone, we had to pull that Nest kid. I think. Yeah, he, he's not bad. I just, he's, I, he's, He's more offensive minded. Yeah. I have a theory on that too, but I want to let Danny chime in because it looked like you're about to. I just want to know how the fuck you go on Instagram live. Like, how does that work? Very carefully. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> there's a little button up here. But while we're trying to figure this out, um, so I have a theory on it that I want, I want to get your guys' opinion on, um, specifically you because of what you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. But Danny, of course, I want to hear from you as well. He doesn't care. Um, the. <laughs> The thing that I think of... Oh, shit, I got it. No, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. The thing that I think of is we have two very similarly styled goalies, right? Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, uh, Ranta, Ranta and, and, and Kemper both are very athletic types of, of athletes, right? They They... They're flashy in a way, you know. What I mean, like, like hybrid style, yeah, hybrid, exactly. So, with Kemper, Kemper, he's so fucking big, right? Kemper's so so big um, that he he covers the net without trying. Right? Uh-huh. Um, but he, what I noticed about Kemper, maybe one of his downfalls is that he will go for a save and and uh, kind of it puts him out of position. And so all of a sudden, like you're, you, you see Kemper, uh, you know, make like this acrobatic or, or, or try to, you know, mm-hmm. stretch too much, and then it puts him out of position. So he's got to hustle back, right? Whereas Ranta is a smaller guy, right? And and Ranta, you know, 
I'm not saying anything bad. I'm pretty sure he's bigger than me. But Ranta is a smaller guy, and so he has to make up more. And so he, as well, they're both very flexible. Mm-hmm. And so they have to strain themselves sometimes. Kemper to get back in a position, Ranta just to cover more of the net. Yeah. And so I think that we have very similar style goalies. And so I think that that's the reason why uh, our goalies are more injury prone than you may see with other goalies like Carey Price. Carey Price is just fundamentally and you know he's just very sound he 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 doesn't have to make a lot of drastic moves um but in turn he is not always the most exciting goalie to watch because he doesn't make huge acrobatic saves all the time now he has made some brilliant saves but be that as it may i think that's probably the reason why we're seeing more goalie injuries because we have two similar style goalies but i want to make sure that we we hammer home the the point here I think our strength in this series is our goaltending. Yeah. Uh, we have two starting goaltenders. That's going to be um, super Both of them beneficial. are in the top 15 of the NHL, if not the top 10, in goals against Especially average. Kemper. Yeah. And, and um, goals against average and save percentage. So that's got to have Nashville thinking twice. Um, another thing is neither team is very uh, physical or, or dirty, mm-hmm. but... I think that Arizona is it has a little bit of edge in that department. Um, I can't really think of anybody on Nashville that is very like is tough and menacing. I, and I might be missing someone glaring, which I'm going to think I'm an idiot for. But I, I don't know. I just think that Tockett's team is, is going to be more tough than John Hines's team. I also think that we have a deeper squad we do have a deeper roster and so and that's that was going to be like my my like step four in in beating nashville um is is our depth but uh i also wanted to touch on um the fact that shit no oh yeah we're a faster team yeah absolutely fast i mean you think about the guys that uh that we have on our team at top top speed probably so Nick Schmaltz is probably he's been compared to Connor McDavid with the puck as far as as far speed? yeah as far as speed with the puck hmm. he can he can make moves on the fly that he look and he's and he's kind of a lengthier dude yeah so he can make moves on the fly that remind a lot of people like Connor uh, of Connor McDavid and I've seen it too so he's he's very fast with the puck then you have um, obviously Michael Grabner who I actually think we will see more of. Once we return to play, because I think he was on a scratch streak because his eyes not fully healed yet. And he was a guy that just kind of bought into the system and understood, okay, yeah, I'm going to get scratched. I, I I know that. Yeah. So we, I, I think we'll see him return. And Grabner was a tough guy. Like yeah, he's, and he he's, was, he's fucking built like a brick shit house. Yeah. So we've got Grabner, we've got Schmaltz, we've got Keller's fast. Um, Hinnestros is probably one of the f- most underrated speedsters in the league he is he's so fucking fast um i'm thinking of other people i you know, yeah. there's so many other people but speed kills especially in the playoffs and and so to your point the last point here is our our, our scoring depth i like we talked about last last week they're very top heavy in scoring like their their first line against our first line if that was a series they would beat us 100 there's nothing else if it was three on three they would beat us. They got Philip Forsberg. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's it's. Uh, but it's our second and third line that are more second, third, fourth. I mean, we've got Lawson Kraus buried on the third and fourth <laughs> yeah. line. 
Lawson Kraus was a prolific, prolific player yeah. in the OHL. So you got Stepan down yeah, there. Yeah, we got. Yeah, there's a lot of depth that we have down there. So, and that's, a lot of experience. Uh, in the Strozel, yeah, and that's the thing that I I think that uh, that we have the better depth in there. So like I, like you know we're talking about it, and you know I I want to mention you know one of our our. You know, and I know you didn't miss him on purpose. You were probably just not, you were thinking speed. But in sense of um, ferociousness and and just pure will and determination, oh. uh, Connor, Connor, Connor Garland. Garland, he's just, I mean, I think that Connor Garland has also lit a fire under some of our oh, younger man, 100%. ones. 100%. You know, like, especially like Clayton Keller, not speaking anything bad. I love that kid. Um, but he, during the season, you saw a lot of like it was slow for him he wasn't picking up that much he got score he scored on he scored he scored in like some of the most you know easier in unique ways and i i guess um so i thought you know but he wasn't scoring as much one of the best things has happened to the coyotes and i think that connor garland once he started he started playing he kind of like showed not showed him like he needs to be like taught or anything but like literally open his eyes as like bro you need to step up because this kid is out here and he's busting his ass yeah. and you're you're not doing half as much as he's doing at the moment which he could do because like i said t- towards the end of the before we started going into covid and got locked out um clayton keller was coming in he started scoring yeah. he like scored like four or five goals in the last like three three games or something yeah, I, remember. I mean him and nick schmaltz were tearing it up exactly the of the season and um, and i think that that's what really matters here is that because we have this we have young players playing with veteran players that have actually played in the stanley cup have played in playoffs before have actually done something in a career yeah. they're coming in playing with these veteran players and their young players that are hungry and ferocious for this. Not yeah. saying that, you know, Nashville doesn't have any of that, but I feel like in far as depth goes, we have the stronger depth yeah. team when it comes to offense. Defense, we have good defensive players, you know, Goligoski, OEL, Labushkin, uh Jomerson. We have good players in the back. I would have led with Jomerson personally. Jomerson, yeah, <laughs> you know, the hammer. Dude's got three Stanley Cups. <laughs> but, no. but the hammer is one to yeah. worry about, you know, and, well. and obviously, of course, you know, I'm not trying to take anything away from him, yeah. you know, or Chicky or anybody. So it's like one of those things that Chickering is our is our future on defense. Yeah, and, and yeah. so like I'm sitting there and I tell people, I was like, you know, we we're we're a top heavy in the sense of we have a lot of offensive power and potential. Yeah, defensively we have a lot of potential. Yeah, and we we're not as top heavy, but we have a lot of potential on defense. And that's just my opinion. No, that's and, just I, what and I, I love what, what you said about um, Garland. I think that's a, an amazing point. If you put that in a real life perspective, imagine someone. Imagine you're making. You know, let's just make up some random number. You're making 100k a year, right? Mm-hmm. At your job, well, someone comes in. He's making 800k. Yeah, <laughs> he's he he is the statistically. I know we mentioned it before. He's statistically the the most underpaid based off of performance player in the league. That's not on an entry level contract yeah. because there are rookies out there tearing it up on entry level contracts because they cap at I think 925,000 yeah. a year. Yeah, they don't. But uh, that's not an entry level contract. He's he's the best bang for your buck. Um, imagine someone coming up. You know, you're making 100k. Someone comes in and they're making 25k a year, and they're they're coming in there and lighting a fire under your ass and. 
what I love about Connor Coleman, he's a small guy. Yeah. He's so always been small. small. Always been small. Uh, always been the underdog, but he comes in and he's like their he's like he's the fucking mouthpiece of the team. I I it's what what's cool about if there's a silver lining uh, with COVID nineteen, we got to see a lot of their personalities come out because they'll go on Instagram live and yes, just, yeah. and I saw that fucking Instagram live where there was four players. Four them, and Keller, he's, run, he's running Chicky the entire and, thing and the, and, and they, yeah, 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 yeah. I love how he's like sitting there and he's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah. When, they're, when they're talking about like who's the best basketball player, like no football, football. football. They were yeah, talking right. about yeah, football. Yeah. He's like, "Are you kidding me?" So. I just love Connor Garland for that reason. I he's, think he's, a, he's the best thing that's happened to the Coyotes in a couple of years. And, it's, of course, we all love to see a, a low draft pick make high impact. Um, Dude, but the ferocious, but like the thing that about just, him, just, he, my he, thing about being him being ferocious is that this kid literally will go up against a guy 6'7". And just not blink. And just he, not He's a kid care. from fucking Massachusetts. And man. he That's just a- runs it up there, rams him in, or in, or in reverse, he gets hit by some of these bigger guys Scored right away. Goal back, gets face. back up. Yeah. You know, and he's just, and he gets yeah. back up so fast to just get back on them. His his cuts are elite. Like, oh, if you ever watch yeah, him, like, dude. his board work is elite. He'll be sitting there, and he'll have someone on his back, and he'll do like reminds me of Terry Crosby on the board. Exactly, he dude. he does have a very Crosby like uh, uh, board 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 play. game. So yeah. that's an amazing comparison because like not a lot of people are gonna like that comparison, yeah. but it's true if you it's, watch him. He he'll cut left, right, left, right. He'll just tire out the. Dip. He's like a fucking gnat if you think about it, dude. It's like they they've got to be like this little fucking spit fuck, dude. I just want him to get the. And fuck it's off. hard to hit him and when you're that tall because he just ducks. He's, just, he's he, dude, and he's like fucking. I think he's like uh, he's five like seven, five, five eight, eight, yeah, or something like that. Uh, he might be five nine. Sorry, Connor, if you're listening, but yeah. if you are, we love you. Um, but. Uh, come on the show. Yeah, come on the show. We'll, we'll, Say we'll hello. Happy, yeah, we'll, my girlfriend ha- loves Massachusetts. We, by the way, we, we, we would be happy to have you come in. And come on and defend your height. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> we defend our length. I'm, so. I'm five nine. We could go back to back and we'll right, right, exactly. But um, no, what I truly, I mean, Connor Garland's easily become one of my favorite. Oh, not dude. only Coyotes but NHL players. Just the story alone and the person that he is, and just the he's, will and the determination that he's got. He's just such an underdog. Bro, so, I was looking at jerseys this other day. Yeah, and I'm, I was, I'm getting I'm myself there, a Connor like, Garland. Just, no, I can't. Remember, we don't we get. About this. I yeah, can I get can't. it because yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm we're sitting there looking not at. Doing that right right now. I'm <laughs> sitting there looking at the colors, and I was like, red, Kachina, or white. What am I going with? We gotta go Kachina. If you know, we did not mention this last week, but when the Coyotes return, it's gonna be all. Kachina. Oh, Kachina. oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna yeah, yeah. be all Kachina. So I'm, upset. but not not white, not white, and that's not what's, I mean, that's what's bothersome. Cause I'm you know what? There's like that's fine. But I'll take what I can get. The Kachina. Oh, for sure. Nice. Yeah. It looks like they're slowly transitioning back. You know to Kachina, what? Though? And they should. That's we are under mm-hmm. an, a, the first Hispanic owner ever. Um, we are from Arizona. We are unique. We are the underdogs. We are yep. we are outcasts. Yep. 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 Fucking embrace it. That jersey you know, was beautiful. I'm going to tell you something. And Gretzky, sorry, one second. Let me just finish this yeah. last piece. And then Gretzky, when he bought into the team, he and his staff is the one that wanted to change it to make it look more modern. Well, Gretzky kind of just left us hanging. I don't blame you, the great one. We love you. I kind of do. It, it, it's <laughs> tough. It was a tough time to be a part of the Coyotes organization. So I don't blame him for leaving. Like you have a depreciating asset. We all can't be Edmonton, the great one. Exactly. But anyway, um, he changed it. Why are we, why are we adopting it still? Let's go back to what. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. mm -hmm. So 
obviously the kachinas the ones that we had in the, the past. white ones are beautiful by the way the ones that we had in the bat in the past were white and black right yeah it was a white yeah. and black kachina the whites were homes because yeah. that was before the, they switched i really really and i don't want them to take away the white i want them to have the white and i want them to have the black but i also want them to have like an alternate i really want them to have an alternate of of um and this this is gonna be weird, but I want them to have an ultimate of like a red one with the Kachina logo, like a red Kachina kind of like. I, I would be happy if they fucking if they made our our regulars the alternate. Mm-hmm. And well, no, 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 like, like I would love yeah, like a red Kachina style. Kind we have some of pretty cool mocks because of the fact that we. I'd have to see it. Yeah, yeah and I, that's I, why we, I want. We can post see. it on, on on sticks and kicks like Instagram or or, or tw- uh, Twitter, and we'll totally give recognition to the people that create it because there's a couple really really good concepts out there. Oh yeah, definitely. Let's let's bring them out here. Yeah. Now, uh, before before we do move on, I did have one thing to say about this whole um, uh, Connor Gauntlet thing with with uh, Keller. I think it happened at the perfect time in Keller's career because, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not uh, an expert at this, but when Keller was breaking out, when Keller was becoming a star, he had no one around him, right? He had, like, he was the guy because there was pretty much no other guy. He was, like, the black ace is what they consider him. So, I mean, at, at that point, it was, it was like, he was becoming a star among will. regular players and whatnot, so he was... He was like showing out in front of all these people, and I don't want to say that he got complicit, but it seems like he stopped trying his absolute hardest. I'm not saying he gave up, but I'm like, all right, I'm already the best on this team, and this team is not gonna win a Stanley Cup anytime soon. So he kind of like was coasting for a while. I hope he didn't until, say that out loud. Until Connor Garland like came around and was like, holy shit, this kid is like tearing it up. And now he Keller's still young enough to be like, all right, I can still step it up and, and hit. I, I don't think Keller's hit his full potential yet. No, I don't either. And, and, uh, and so like at this point, they're like, hey, I need to step it up because now I'm surrounded by a team that can do something. He could be a late bloomer. And he can literally like, be like he, one of those things that comes out. He had at 65 points as a rookie. Well, not so a late. Okay. I, 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 think, I, th- I mean, yeah, that's 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 almost like an elite rookie year. But I, I don't want to say elite because you see Sidney Crosby and Ovechkin putting up 90 points in their rookie year. But um, <laughs> How much did Austin Matthews get? Uh, he, I think he was up there in the seventies, eighties, maybe. I don't remember exactly. I wish I could. But, the God um, from... I, I see where you're coming from, Danny. I'm going to respectfully disagree because I don't see that in Clayton Keller. What I see is uh, in his rookie in his rookie season, he got figured out pretty quick. He's a he's a quick young dangler. He, he he's really good with the puck and each team got to see him and they're like, "You know what? This is I he's tough to play against. He you know, but He's only got a certain amount of tricks in his bag. So I know that Clayton Keller, um, when Rick Tockett got hired, uh, one thing that was really cool is is Rick Tockett used to come out and say that Clayton Keller would stay after practice and say, hey, I, I need to work on this. Will you work on this with me? And that doesn't seem like someone, and that's not common knowledge. So I'm not saying like, how would you, how do you not know that? Uh I think that that doesn't show someone that's complacent. I think that that's someone that's frustrated with the fact that they only have a certain skill set um, and it's becoming redundant or it's becoming obsolete. And I don't, I don't want to say obsolete because he's still he 
even if he got figured out, I still think he'd be a 45-point player for the rest of his career, which isn't bad. You're not going to make superstar money, but it's not bad. Maybe more like a traditional type of thing. And not saying traditional is bad. I think traditional is a good no, thing. No, it's fine. I'm just, but I feel like sometimes in hockey, how how fast it's moving. You it's have, it's you one have of the most to, progressive sports in, in history. You have like, to adapt yeah. quickly. And I feel like, and like I said, there's nothing wrong with traditional type of playing in general. You know, even with goaltending and stuff like that. Yeah, I you think look at the 2000s versus now, it's completely different. So game. I feel like he Early might 2000s, he sorry. might have gotten into that whole, like, I'm fast, good at dangling in this. It's a skill set that works together. He's but, got a good shot, But too. he has to yeah. be, like, because he's not ferocious on the wall and he's not big or he's, he's not, not gritty, yeah. And it, not. it probably takes away from that whole, like, fear factor it, of what he could be. And he, we don't he, need him to be gritty. Yeah, yeah. yeah so so that, that, what you said, Kenny, like, it gives me a lot of hope because... That is what you need from a players for them to evolve. Yeah. Because if you players that have a long career and consistently get better are the players that evolve. You, and you see it all throughout you, every time of sports, not just they hockey. They have to be dedicated. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you see a player that starts out as a winger in soccer. Like, you know what? As as you keep going going forward, you can't run as fast. You can't do it. Like, you know, you move more move, towards the center, yeah. learn a new skill set and become a number 10 instead of a, a, an 11, a 7 or whatever. Uh, you 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 kind of evolve your game. You see in basketball, you know, you're not going full on for the dunk anymore. You know, you're you're posting up. You're, you develop a completely different, yeah, style, like different a style of playing. Mindset in order to almost. Yeah. Like, yeah, so I mean, like all, all sorts of different sports, you see players, the players that become elite, the players that become legendary for their longevity yeah. are the people that can evolve. Yeah, that aren't stagnant. And you're right. I think uh, I think it's a good point. But I also don't think that that will happen with Clayton Keller. I don't think they're going to ask too much of him. Um, what, what I think needs to happen with Keller is that he's just got to keep that same mindset that he he will need to continuously grow. I think he's got superstar talent. I don't think he'll ever get to the point where like, hey, you have superstar talent, but we need to move you to a different position because you're just not producing at the NHL level. I think that he just needs to continue to grow his game. And we'll see that 65-point player again. Um, oh, yeah. I have he, no doubt. I mean, he was, yeah. on, he was on pace in the beginning of the year with Nick Schmaltz. He and Nick Schmaltz were tearing it up yes. together. I remember and, that. And back they and have forth. a lot. They have a ton of chemistry together. It, going back to last year when we acquired uh, acquired Nick Schmaltz. Um, by the way, I want to touch on something in the second half briefly. I know that we have other sports to talk about, but with the with the Nick Schmaltz trade, it's had a few interesting interesting developments on both sides. Um, but yeah, no, I mean Clayton Keller. He, he, you know, he's a he's a bona fide star for a reason. Um, he got figured out. We don't have a ton of talent. We've had a lot of injuries, a lot of inconsistency. We've had coaching changes. We've had, there's a lot that he's had to deal with in a short amount of time. You've bought in jerseys. God damn it, kid. Yeah, that's it. You bought his jersey, yeah. and once you bought it, that's he it. just started yeah. coming down. It's true. It's like, we need it's to find, not, no, it's not even just that. You didn't just buy one jersey. You bought two jerseys. Yeah. So, oh my God. so he doubled it. Oh my God. How much time we have? <laughs> just tell it. Just tell it. Just, just go. Go. You're, you're, you're good. Minutes. Okay. So I bought a white Clayton Keller jersey. Beautiful, by the way. Beautiful. Beautiful jersey, right? But the Adidas jerseys, it was my first Adidas jersey. When we switched from Reebok to Adidas, um, I didn't realize how fucking long they were. So I bought one and it went down to like halfway down my fucking femur. And I'm like, I look like Jesus. I'm wearing a dress a little bit. 
Everything else fit. I think you could pull it off. <laughs> right? <laughs> you should see me in my Especially nightgown. Especially with now that you're doing yeah. leg day real yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a lot more shorts. By the way, I still haven't found any fucking shorts. Did but you not go check my... <laughs> I, checked out, I checked out Volcom. Yeah, I, but Walmart, I haven't gone yet. But um, We'll go right now. <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, it's past curfew. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, we, so I went and, and I got this jersey, and it fit me really well, especially in my chest area. I had a pretty big chest, you know what I'm saying? Um, did, and, it, did it get past your big-ass head? Yeah, it, it didn't. Um, this chest was pre-COVID, by the way. Pre-COVID, yeah. <laughs> Post-COVID, I'm looking a little, little slimmer, but it's okay. Um I'm getting back. Anyway, going off on a tangent. <laughs> um, so I, I I bought this this Clayton Keller jersey, inexpensive. I only buy authentic jerseys. If I'm gonna buy it, I'm gonna do it. You know, I'm of course, gonna, yeah. yeah. And so I buy this Clayton Keller jersey, and I'm like, shit, dude, this is like really long. So I was like, okay, well, so that if the Coyotes away jerseys, they have a a red trim at the bottom, and so I was like, fuck, I want to get this adjusted, but I know I'm gonna lose that red trim. And uh, we we started looking around for for like tailors and shit, and sh- uh, there's this girl's like, no, I can cut out a section in the middle, and you can keep that red trim. And I was like, okay. So it's hard to visualize what I'm talking about right now, but she was cutting out maybe an inch or so of the the white part right underneath the coyote crest, the logo. Mm-hmm. So then I'm not gonna lose the red trim at the very bottom of the jersey. And I can I can shorten it to a length that's comfortable that doesn't look like I'm wearing a dress. I'm not gonna mention her name. I'm not gonna mention her company. Very nice woman. My God, I got a belly shirt back. It was, oh, it was bad. It was fucking. I still have it. I still have it. Bring maybe it I should take it. Oh my yeah, God. Maybe take I a picture take, of it. We're, we're posting it later. I'll, I'll be like, you know, I'll like put my finger in my mouth. Yeah, dude, it's. I, I, I'm being a little dramatic. Once you see it, you're like, okay, it's not really a belly shirt, but it's, it looks like something that can't, I think the sleeves are longer than the, yeah. The, the I, do, do you have a picture of you wearing it before the alteration or no? I, I think I do. Yeah. I oh, think I we got to get that yeah, before I, and after. Yeah. I we got to get that. So, <laughs> so I was like, fuck, I spent $254 on a Jersey uh, being authentic and custom with Clayton oh. Keller because when he oh, came into when he came into the league, he wore number 14. Yeah. But he switched his jersey number to nine. Um, and I was like, I love that number. I hate the number 14. I love the number nine. It looks so good on a jersey. Um, and so I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to customize the jersey on NHL.com. And so it cost me a good amount. Um, and then on top of that, I, I, I paid this woman, I don't know, 85 bucks for alterations. Oh, and dude. I got back a belly shirt. So, yeah, I, w- I was pretty fucking bummed about it. Oh, and then, I was there when he was bummed about yeah. it. <laughs> and then so I was like, okay, I know what size I need to get. And I was like, and then it was right after we drafted Par- Barrett Hayton, which Lucio remembers that day. I love you, Barrett. But I was super pissed about the draft pick. Now he's, Now he looks good. Um, but the same day that Baron Hayton was drafted, we uh, unveiled our third third jersey, which is the Kachina. Uh-huh. And so I was like, I'm getting one for sure. Yeah. And I was like sitting there, I was like, who do I get? Who do I get? And I'm like, do I really get another Clayton Keller jersey? Because, and this brings up an interesting point. Did I maybe 
you cancel offset that you offset that that's maybe, what it is maybe i did maybe yeah. i did maybe i canceled it out maybe you can start buying jerseys team. now yeah it's because <laughs> so. you got to buy two yeah. at a time you know what you know exactly. what buy buy cardinals jerseys first buy cardinals jerseys first because they bitch. still they still I'll, might I'll have do, i'll just do I'll just do uh, DeAndre Hopkins no, and then the, with, with my name and maybe I'll just die or something. And then the Cardinals will win a Super Bowl. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but yeah, no, it's it's a fucked up story. Yeah, if I can find the pictures, we'll do it. But yeah. You know what? You know what? Better yet, do a Phoenix Suns one since you don't really know them. Just buy like a Shut up, Bo- Buy like a Booker one and an Aiden. Mute this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, maybe I fixed the Suns. Maybe. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, I, I, I support them. My job is the main sponsor. Is it the little PayPal that's on there <laughs> in the corner? Hey, PayPal is a great company and it's brought the Phoenix Suns a lot of longevity for the future. So. And they're not a sponsor yet. Yet. <laughs> we're, about, we're about to get... Yet. Hey, don't worry. We got an in in the company. We're yeah. about to get a face-to-face with the company owners. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a Zoom meeting with Dan Shulman, the, the CEO. And be like, hey, yeah. by the way, can... You sponsor my podcast that I get this on the road that I get drunk on and cuss on and tell inappropriate jokes. If he's an Arizona fan, we're good to go. I don't know where he's based. We're good to fucking go. He's definitely not in Arizona. That's for sure. So I think anyway. All right. I I think that probably takes us to our first half. Yeah, I I think so. Like Lucio, anything you want to add for the last? I don't (laughs) think other than that, like I do think that buying jerseys two at a time now works. Because obviously, oh, Keller's still it's like still half a coyote. Half this a rent but you didn't see it. I'm gonna take a picture of it. I'm gonna send it to you my beautiful number twenty-two Christian McCaffrey ah, jersey. Fuck this guy. All right, yeah. that takes us to our break. Yeah, fuck you guys with no Cardinals jerseys. I I do have a Cardinals jersey. I also Jake Plummer. <laughs> I do. Is that really your last jersey? You bought? Uh, I had an Anquan Bolden one. I had, wow. I yeah, I didn't. Oh. I, I really liked him. He was actually I, a really good receiver. Uh, I loved Anquan Bolden, and I chose him you, over Fitzgerald. You still lost half of our viewership with that. <laughs> like, well, I know. <laughs> well, Anquan Bolden was No, dope. no, he's one of the best Cardinals <laughs> to ever put kinda, on Kind of did though. us dirty. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, but he did do you dirty. Fuck it. Not as I dirty mean, as hey, LeBron. But it, it's I just, forget where he went. It's just, yeah, that's, it's business. Fuck yeah. it. It's a business. Anyway. But, yeah. I, the fact that you chose him over the Fitzgerald, that's, I don't know if that's forgivable. I'm to be kinda, fair, I'm though, Fitzgerald did, still played for the team. What if? What well, you know what? Yeah. At this point, yeah. <laughs> Anquan Bolden didn't play for the Cardinals anymore. What if I chose chose Fitzgerald jersey? There you go. Would have left, there retired, maybe be, <laughs> maybe his, became a champion already. You know, right, maybe well, would have became a champion. Went to the Patriots. Who knows? We're, we're all about to go look through Kenny's archives, trying to find that before jersey. See if we can find it. Uh, we're about to take a break. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you on the other side of this break on Sticks and Kicks. We are back, ready for the second half of Sticks and Kicks. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. This is Danny Orona, Kenny Mitchell, and first name omitted, Lucio. 
At least he respects him. At least he's 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 doing his part. He's 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 doing. First, I mean, so you're, you're just the only one that's weird enough to do that. Like, what is so weird about that? What is so weird about the other way around? What's so weird about just not saying McLovin, it? dude? Exactly. What if I wanted McLovin this bitch? So, so you say McLovin was normal? Like, is that what we're going off normal? No, like, no. What you're the that? weird Fake one. ID. Yeah. You're I mean, the weird one. Let's just get that out of the way. I mean, I didn't deny being weird. I know. You have you ever checked his, his search history on his laptop? Oh, my God. No, I would not want to do that. You have to just open up the laptop, and it sounds like you're breaking a bone because of how crusty it is. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I need that uh, that COVID protection <laughs> yeah. on me. For no Hazmat reason. gear. Just <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, you know what? You ever wonder- that, you know, we were not planning on touching on this, but during the break, we did get in this conversation about everything that went on with Major League Baseball last year. Oh, wow. And can I just, just say, oh, it, uh, it is really a shame. Like, teams aside, it's a shame that Major League Baseball, which should be going on right now, we should be, like, having live games, talking about Major League Baseball, but they are the ones that are, like, dragging their asses on making a deal that will bring back baseball. Like, what? I, I kind of. Disagree. I kind of disagree. How do you? Why is they not because made a deal? Because what do they have to lose? What I'm saying is like Major League Baseball has what 162 games a season. <laughs> Way yeah. too many games. Way too many, right? I think that they actually might benefit from this because the I know that the players. It's, it's been talked about that the players kind of want a shorter season as well. Well, the, the here, all right, here's the latest. The players wanted 114 games, which is not unreasonable. That's, That's not still unreasonable. Like, the league itself. Countered that like they want fifty games. No and, way. Yeah, fifty games. That. I didn't know that. And now they've said like, all right, fifty games, and we're not going to do a counter proposal. So it's are you it's, talking about for this year or like for this year? Okay, for this year, it's like you know what, you guys are going to get fifty games, take it or leave it, and that's where we're standing as of right now, June seventh. So well, we just I, waiting I'm talking for about it. like traditionally or like from here on out, though. I I really think that 162 games is too much because baseball starts to lose its value. A month into the season because nobody's going to be watching every single game. I do agree with that. Yeah, it, to it, be it fair, is definitely a lot. I start watching baseball. Like I, I'll watch the a first few games. A lot of people start watching it in September, and I'll start watching yep. it towards yeah. the end. Yeah, I'll start watching start it, watching especially September. if if the Yankees start making it towards uh towards uh making the pennant and everything. I'll start watching. Yeah. More towards the end, especially because the Yankees always hit really high, and for whatever reason, you know, we lose to cheating teams yeah. like Houston. So fucking a, <laughs> that's so. something we can all agree on, though, right? I know you guys hate the Dodgers, and we were just talking to my buddy Alex, who hopefully maybe one day we'll get on the podcast because he's a smart he's he's a smart head he's when it comes to baseball. baseball. Yeah, um, I know you guys hate the Dodgers, but we. It's proven that we've been cheated no, twice. No, you definitely got cheated. Twice. Like, without a doubt. I'm not going to argue anything like that. And I'm we, I I don't think we would have beaten the Red Sox. I think we would have beaten the Astros. 100%. I do. And they were, they were a slugfest. That's what the Astros are known for. Why? Because they knew every fucking pitch that was coming. Yep. I don't, I'm the, yep. Altuve was good. Uh, what is his name? Springer is good. Um, well, Altuve got what? Like some... Wasn't he like the MVP or something yeah, of the MVP. series? And so you remember, uh, I think we, I don't know, we talked about this off air or on air. So I, ho- I apologize if we're repeating ourselves. But Aaron Judge, who Lucio obviously is a big fan of. Yes. I remember oh, when, he, yeah, do you yeah, remember yeah, when, when yeah. Altuve got named the MVP? And yeah. he was like, hey, props to the great uh, the GOAT or some shit like that. He made like an Instagram post or something like a tweet. I forgot what it was. Um, some social media, but... 
He and recognized. He he recognized Altuve, and then after it all came out, he deleted the post. Yeah. And I I don't remember if he commented on it, but I don't blame him. Aaron, yeah, Judge, no, Aaron Judge got robbed too. If you think about it, if we're talking about trophies. Dude, no, we are did. talking about trophies because for whatever, we played the Astros and we lost to the Astros. And it was one of those things like we won our first game and we got demolished the next few games. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? They they just hit. Remember that Dodgers game where we went into like 12 innings and it was just like every ball that was thrown at them, they were hitting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like it makes so much fucking sense. Whether they say, Oh, we weren't wearing wearing buzzers, but we were beating on trash cans. It's like, no, you're choosing the lesser of two evils. Either way, you were doing <laughs> something. Was, yeah, what was this when Altuve is running up to the plate saying, Yeah, no, when no, he was holding his jersey, jersey. Don't yeah. Don't rip off my jersey. Because it had happened earlier. Like they ripped off his jersey and in celebration, everyone yeah, was happy. It's like a tradition almost. And so yeah, it's we can go on for hours and hours and hours about it, but uh, Lucio made a good point. It's like you, it's almost like the league will be like, you know what? It happened. We're going to try to bury the past, just like with the Patriots. And, and I it pulled happened. out the Patriots. Yeah, the, my girlfriend's a huge Patriot fan, and she acknowledges she'd that. She'd be slapping these, the shit at you. She right would now. be upset, but she acknowledges the fact that people do say this stuff and things might have happened. But she says, like, you know what? He's like, what has the league done to do anything? You know, there's nothing because there's, there's nothing no, being like, done. They and didn't even lose draft picks, did they? Nope. Nope, nothing. nothing. Nothing happened. See, and the thing is, this is why I sometimes like soccer. And the is going to get probably lose draft picks over probably. a fucking stretch gate, which is fucking. But this is this is why I like something mind. about soccer. So, like, we talked about it last, I think last week or the week before. But, you know, Man City got caught doing something. And not every, t- and not it doesn't happen to every team, but caught, Spain. caught doing something that most teams, most not, almost all yeah, teams like, do. Like I, 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 I think I put teams. it best. It was their their rock that got turned over. Yeah, and, a lot and, of rocks, and it was just theirs that got turned over. But somebody had to fall on the exactly. Yep. But the thing is, because there be a big team, because their rock got turned over, because that happened, they got suspended. They're yep. no longer allowed to be a part of a of a so where the balls tournament the that basically claims you're the best in Europe. So basically meaning that they're out of a tournament that they qualify for almost every year. And because of what happened, they're out of the league. But I, and that's what I think I like about soccer. Sure, you can if you do something in the past, but they can't like, you know, they didn't get they didn't ca- catch you doing it. Like in retrospect. Yeah. yeah. They didn't catch you doing it. Then you might not get as bad. But the fact is that when you do get caught. The league, FIFA, takes action and tells you, like, you know what? This is what is going to happen. This is going to happen to your team. Yep. You're going to be suspended from this this league, and you're going to be suspended from doing this. Some of them even I, – I, I don't even know how far they've gone to the point where, they, I, you know, some teams don't even play for a season. Yeah. Well, I mean – And it's, it's one of those things where it's like – I thought that's initially what I thought would happen with Man City. Well, but it's, it's Man City with the season, and, yeah. the cha- and like I said, it's, no, it's a prestige they can't play in the European champion. Yeah. Champion tournament, which, which is a pretty harsh punishment. It's and it's it's yeah, because, for two years. Yeah, I thought it was three. It's two. It was two years. It was a two year punishment, but it, it is a big deal because when players are making, especially free agents, making their decision on where they want to go, they don't want to go to want to sign. Yeah, they're like they they're, they want to say like, where am I going to go to win win series? Yeah, <laughs> I fully agree with you, Kane. That's like, my son. Like you know, a Man City should not have been nah. <laughs> but but uh, no, when when free agents are trying to to sign for for a team, they're gonna say, "Where am I gonna get the most prestige? Where I gonna get the most playing time? Exposure." Where I get? And it's all like, "All right, this team is and plus they is going to make the, per, the the Champions League." 
and um, take that out, take that off the board, and you're taking away like so many prospects. Neymar signed for PSG to win the Champions League. And he yeah, was that like, is, he that started is the, getting recorded. That is the only recruited re- at what sixteen years old. Well, yeah, no, he he's he's been a, he's won it with with Barcelona, right? Mm-hmm. No, but, but he started getting recruited by six. At like oh no! 16. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That Without dude's a been, doubt, dude, he's a but, that's uh, not legal, like, right? Well, in soccer, it's different. He's he, all, he was already a professional. All right, all right. Yeah, he, he was mind. he was playing for Santos, so like everything that they that they took from him, he he was a fucking YouTube star, is what he was. Neymar was. Well, he's also lived up to that, like semi. And here's the thing, because he's won everything he's won under Messi, mm-hmm. he's always been in the shadow. In the shadow. Well, that's he's always I'm been saying, the shadow like, of Messi. So, like when he signed for PSG, he's like, "All right, this is a team that's gonna go to the Champions League." It, it's almost a guarantee. It's like a no win. You can bet your house payment that PSG is gonna win the French league. Oh like it's like oh without a doubt. But the thing is, like they're going for the Champions League, and that's what he wanted. He wanted to win the Champions League without Messi. And he's even been on record saying, if I don't win either the Ballon d'Or or the Champions League within two years, then I'm then I'm willing to go to Real Madrid. And it happened. Which, though. as a Real Madrid fan, I would hate. I, I so I do not want Neymar on the stage. I do not want him anywhere close to this team. You say that now. Neymar, no. Neymar to me reminds me of like a, a, a LeBron James. No. Yes. Neymar is a great player. And as much as people want to deny, he's a great player. But Neymar is one of those people that, without a team behind him, he can't do it by himself. And no, no player can. No, to be honest, no player. Oh, sorry, he didn't take as he didn't take the Cavaliers with nobody on him to the NBA finals. Yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, LeBron, like, LeBron James. Okay, he's, he's a whole different took, entity. You cannot compare LeBron James to Neymar. I'm sorry, but you cannot. You pick another player, pick another scenario. But no, LeBron can carry a team a lot further than Neymar. He's can. top three. Like no, you of cannot. All time top three of all time. You cannot say Neymar's Neymar's top three of all time for anything. Top five, top maybe even top ten. I will give you top ten. Like, I would say he top ten. Right. Like that, that, that's like that's where you can stop. That's where you can stop. Start the fine, argument. Fine, fine, fine. No, I'm I'll, not gonna let I'll, you do I'll that. Re- I'll retract. I'll retract. Thank you. Make some good points. I retract. But Neymar is one of those people that, as as much as he, fuck you guys, that over here fist bumping on my retraction. <laughs> but no, uh, Neymar it's than fisting. Neymar yeah. is one we of those about that too. players that <laughs> <Where> is he? <laughs> he, because he was out, he was overshadowed by Messi. Messi being one of the greatest entities in, in world Probably of my soccer. Favorite player yep. in, in soccer to watch besides uh, what's Cristiano Ronaldo? No. Uh, oh, Slatan. Slatan. Slatan is my favorite. I, I am God. I am God. <laughs> I just when, love it. When he came to I LA, his, news, his <laughs> newspaper yeah. interview. Was, yeah, I Thank love you. That. You're, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and you know what's funny? To LA, you're welcome. Lucio, when he first started introducing me to soccer, and again, I, I, have, to get, I have to give Lucio full props on introducing me to soccer. I, I love soccer now. Or I still can't call it football because I'm not, You're not you guys. I'm not you guys. I'm. Yeah. It sounds so weird coming out of a white man's mouth. I'm just sorry. But um, tell that to the English. I know. They're like, what? They're like, fucking a, mate. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, Conor McGregor just retired. But uh, no, anyway. Oh yeah, uh, that was that was breaking news for the third time really this year. Conor, yeah, third time. Uh, well, well you never know. We'll Jesus see. Christ. His son made him a cake. But anyway. Um, that's true, by the way, on Instagram. I, I saw uh, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't just throw that in there. 
But when Lucio first introduced me to soccer, he's like, dude, I feel like you, just because of the way I played hockey and the way that Lucio knows me as a person, I'm kind of a hothead. And so he's like, I feel like if you're going to like soccer, I need to show you a highlight video of this guy. And Lucio, I was like, all right, dude, like, I don't want to see another fucking Ronaldo or fucking <laughs> Messi. Messi. I do love watching Messi, Messi play. He is, he, he's kind of like Connor Garland yeah. in a way. But Connor Garland would love to hear that comment, by the way. Genius? Yeah. No, like, oh, he's kind of like Messi. To compare him to Messi. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, and Connor, that, yeah, like, yeah. you could get all this yeah. if you yeah. come on the show. Yeah. yeah. Come on, crazy. defend your height, get compared to Messi. Tires. Get- yeah. Just, uh, but when Lucy, like, he handed me the phone, and I was like, my God. This guy is a god, and he fucking knows it, dude. He's just so fucking. He's he, he he was intimidating. Like he was, he'd be an amazing hockey player. He probably would have. He, he would have been amazing. He's from hockey Sweden player. too. Yeah, so. That's why, exactly. So like you're sitting there, like you think about it, like he's intimidating. He he has highlight real goals. I love that fucking what what do you, what do you call it? Bicycle kick oh, or from the, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was dude. so the dirty. One for like and that, that, for that one goal of the year. That one goal of the it year. Did it? Yeah, it, yeah, it was absolutely it was fantastic. I, I remember I remember it was like watching forty five almost fifty. It was on ESPN out, for like two like, weeks. It was so it was far on ESPN out. for two weeks. Yeah, it yeah. was super dirty. So yeah. Uh Zlatan, probably my favorite. Um I know that's a corny pick but it it's he, oh no he's dude the thing is with the, the la connection of course he's just like to me like i, I tell people slatan is like that player that he doesn't always, he doesn't do it for the accolades he does it for the love of playing soccer he's like mcgregor he plays soccer and he loves playing but the thing is it's the what reels you in it's not always his play it's what reels you in is his personality yeah. his interviews the way he is because he's, he's just such like mcgregor a, did, he's, did he's you like hear McGregor. kenny did you hear about the the whole thing where where the uh the female reporter like asked him about speculation about him being gay I've never heard this. So he was in Barcelona at the time, <laughs> and he they asked him. Was like, was like, why? Was like, was like, so all well, this is anti gay because we got no, be no, 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 okay. no, no, no. Like they asked him, they're like, oh, are you, was like, oh, so are you like you're gay? He's like, was like, well, ask. Uh, let me let me get to know your sister and see if I'm gay. No, 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 no. Like, what no was he, it? he he said, "Why don't you come by my hotel room? Oh, and, yeah, I'll, yeah. and I'll prove it. And I'll prove that I'm not gay. And by the way, bring your sister." <laughs> and he was in the car, his car signing autographs on the other side, getting ready to leave from Barcelona. Can you imagine him giggling the entire way home? He's like, "I know that's gonna make every platform oh, yeah. It does. He he dude, yeah. he makes headlines all the time. Zlatan. Oh my god. He looks at me. Like just like you, we could go on and on. Like yeah. Zlatan, what did you get your wife for your anniversary? We I do not need to get there anything. She has Slatan. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, he has said that on, that, on, that is on record. That's on record. I should call my wife in here. Babe. <laughs> He's like, oh, so what are you going to get your wife? He's yeah, like, yeah. she has me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like well, that's crazy. Like, but the thing is, Fuck. you know, he's a he's a loving guy. He's a very loving person. He cares Most about his teammates. He cares about his teammates. He cares about... But he he's a practical joker. If you ever seen yeah. some of the things he does, he, he's a martial artist. This is another reason why I, I showed him to you because he's a martial artist. He actually does. He's, be scary a, he's like fight. a black belt dude. His, his kicks, like have you seen, like you've seen I've some seen of his kicks and how he like jumps <laughs> and like kicks like, yeah. and it's like he jumps so high and he's like his legs like behind him. It was like what? It the makes f- you wonder who he's fighting. It's like who's taller than that guy? 
Well, he he's on one of the tallest people in soccer. That's what I'm saying. Who's yeah. taller than that guy? He's like six four. Yeah, and all of a sudden he's gonna bicycle kick someone in the fucking face, yeah. dude. He's kicked goalies. He's kicked players. That's he's, all right. And the thing is, that's my that's my type he, of soccer player. Uh, but but he, here's the thing though, like uh, like uh, transition a little bit into into basketball. Like I'm 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 not gonna say I'm ashamed of finally giving in, but I finally gave in and started watching the first few episodes of. The Last Dance. Oh, I did too. I think it's great. And uh, he, it, 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 it's I'm all not a right. basketball fan either. It's all, it's all right. I mean, it's definitely a vanity project for Michael Jordan. I mean, this, first of all, I, this I, mother- I was not. I was. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything against Michael Jordan because <laughs> he was before the time that I watched basketball like completely, completely like. Uh, I'm not gonna say religiously, yeah. but but like constantly, consistently. So so yeah, like in in the time that where he he made his fame in the in the ninety in the late nineties and everything. Uh, I mean, I was fucking what seven years old, eight years old, yeah. and uh, I didn't You're start watching seven. until like maybe two thousand two thousand three, and so when I started watching Phoenix Suns, like, he's on the what but, was but, it, like, Wizards. But, he ended his career in the Wizards in two thousand one. But uh, but no, I do draw comparisons in the attitude, like. I do give him that, like he he's a fucking winner. He's like, I'm gonna be a winner, and if and if you as a, as his teammate is slacking, he was gonna call you. And fucking that's out. that's where he and got a lot of Slatan. Slatan is the same way, like with his own teammates. Like there have been. Reports I was wondering of, where like, the transition hey, came from. You like, like you need to fucking like get your shit together. You need to get on my fucking level. I'm not here to fucking pull you guys up. To I'm the not next here level. to lose. Like everyone, like if I'm here because we're gonna win, and all you guys need to get up on my fucking level right now. He's a leader. And, he's and, oh 100. He's if you he's, ever if see him, he like captain, he, he considers himself as a lion, and he's a leader. Like his his he's an alpha male kind of person. Like he goes into the locker room, he's all like, "What's up? I'm here," and that's the thing. Um, oh, cheers, oh, cheers. Um, and that's the thing with Slatan. Like I tell people all the time, like you know, like you know when the leader comes into your thing. Like Slatan comes into any locker room, like and Garland. He, he he comes into any yeah. locker room. Yeah, yeah. he goes you into any locker it. room. You just feel it, and he's and he's in charge, and you know he's in charge. Their and dick the, walks into the building ten minutes before they do. And, and 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 the thing is, it's not over exaggerating to say like the coach could be talking mid speech, and he'll be like, and he walk in like, hey, shut up, shut up. Basically, this is what is going to go. You know, and, and you know, coaches fucking love that, by the way. And slap that, yeah, yeah. Any good do. coach like, checks their pride at the door as long as their team is the winning. The crazy thing is, though, he's had this from such a young age. There's been interviews when he was still playing with Inter Milan, and they're all, like trying to get him like that. He's he's doing an interview. Yeah, he's in the middle of an interview. And they're trying to tell him, like, hey, dude, we got to get to practice. And he's like, no, 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 we're good. We're good. And he tells us, no, we're good. Keep going. And the guy keeps, like, badgering him. He's like, no, 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 we're good. He's like, practice don't start until I get there. Yeah. That's yeah. What and it it's is. like, and, bro, like. And if you want to become a successful athlete. boss. Yeah. And, and that's why it's a controversial topic because nobody likes McGregor. I, I'm a fan of McGregor. Oh, I fucking love McGregor. Okay. I, I fucking love, love his attitude. I fucking fuck. love his everything that. <laughs> Do you want. Because he be, either he'll. he'll he can get knocked out, or he can win. But either way, he backs it up. He's not yeah. gonna back down. That's what. And so, if you watch Notorious on on Netflix, if you haven't seen it yet, it's 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 a documentary, but it's one episode. So it's like it's a movie essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Watch it. It's it's. I've watched it. It's, it's great. It's amazing because he is a very humble guy. He is super, he is oh, yeah, super yeah, yeah, yeah. humble. Yeah. But people see him as this arrogant prick. You know. I'd like to apologize to absolutely fucking nobody. You know, like that's what everybody thinks about when they see he's a very, very humble guy, but he knows what sells. He knows what his, what's going to make money. money. 
And that's what he does. What yeah. are these? These guys are getting. Imagine showing up to work every day and like knowing that you're gonna get your fucking ass beat. And not imagine just getting in a fight every day that you're at work. These guys, it's it's a tough job. So why not do it to its fullest potential, to where you can make the most money possible? It's the first exactly. if you first really, MMA artist that went and crossed over to boxing. Cross well, not the first, but big money combined them. Combined them and basically made them made it happen. Yeah, because right. honestly, before you go on, am I the only one, or did he carry the accent throughout the whole thing? Because I felt a little <laughs> bit. I, the, I, really? I, I, me? I got a little bit of the what Irish. What the fuck were you talking throughout about? Throughout the entire thing. I, I am thing. Irish, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I Who did the get a little. <laughs> Yeah, and Fuck that's you. the thing. It, it it did feel natural. Like you carried the whole accent. I am drinking, and I am Irish. So, uh, are you really? Like I did not know that. I'm, I'm very Irish. I'm Holy Irish, German, shit. and Italian. So I'm like but, but World yeah, War Two in a in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you definitely carried the whole accent. You do throw out the right, entire good. thing. I love good. it. I didn't want to interrupt no, you because like awesome. it, it sounded it. so great. Yeah, because yeah, like, I walk around the house afterwards like with my arms swinging and shit. All right, you guys. But, let's let's let, let, yeah yeah yeah. Let's Let's jump into this whole soccer thing with you know what's going on in. in that right, well, hang on, but before before you do all that, right, the, 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 the last the last comparison I want to draw on all this is this whole leadership in the locker room. Um, I want to draw back to the to the movie. Um, what is that? Mark Wahlberg, Denzel Washington, the football oh. movie. Uh, remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Yeah. How how they're there and they're like. Everything that they're, that they're going through is like, well, aren't you going to talk to them? Like, no. They're yeah. going to talk to each other. Yeah. And like, they know what needs That's to happen. As a good coach. That's and like, coach. yeah. Like, and, he, and he knew he didn't have to do anything because he knew what his team could do. And he knew who the leaders were. And it's like, all right, it's their time to step up. And, it, and it's halftime. So it's like the adrenaline is pumping. It's like everything is going like the way this is supposed to be going. The, the, the you know. It's mid-game. You cannot replicate mid-game. And that's something yeah. I cannot stress enough to everyone who's just a casual sports fan who watches. You can be an expert on the sport. You could have watched the entire your entire life. But if you've never set foot on a field, like me, soccer is my sport that I played. I can talk about basketball, baseball, football. I can talk about all these sports, but I cannot replicate what it is because I've only set foot on a soccer pitch. And no, no for the coach to say that, like, they, they know what they need to say. Do uh, you know? Well, that's why I'm so shocked that you aren't a bigger fan of The Last Dance. Because you see, Phil Jackson is probably one of the greatest coaches of all fucking time. Triangle, like, bitch. I'm not going to I'm not gonna in, doubt that. Like, what I don't like... Sport, Ever. Like what I don't like is that this this whole thing is just a Michael Jordan vanity project. Bro, bro, okay. What I love about this, what I love about this is Michael Jordan didn't have to do this because he makes a dick ton of money. Oh, yeah, Michael he Jordan does. makes so much money. The thing is, he with doesn't this, have to hold on. I, I just have to finish my thought. What I love about the last dance, homeboy is sitting in probably the most comfortable chair ever. You see, yep. he's got a whiskey glass near him the entire cigar. time. The cigar, and then in the back, you just see a beautiful white house, and then out the windows, just palm trees right next to a pool. And it's like that motherfucker. I tell you what, he knows what he's worth, and yeah. what he was—he was third overall. Yes, he was third overall draft. Yeah, yeah, he got third, third overall. 
can you imagine? And and you heard about his childhood on this. It's, it's a lot different than Space Jam, where Daddy's out there saying, "Oh, you should probably come inside. You're shooting too many fucking hoops." You know, like it's a lot different than Space Jam. Yeah. Uh, his upbringing. I felt like it was necessary, especially during the time that we're going through right now, to see such an uplifting story, like to believe in yourself that much and to come into the lot. I loved the episode where he came in and he was a rookie and he went into the room and uh, he, he was at a hotel room and he started knocking on doors to try to find out where his teammates are. And most of his teammates were in there doing cocaine and shit. Yeah. As a rookie, they're like, oh, it's just a rookie. He's not going to do anything. As a rookie... He turned around and was like, I'm too good for this shit. The next year he took over. And then he, that second year is when he got the injury. He'd never been injured in yeah. any career. Never and, missed and a game. Never missed a game in his entire career. And he somehow convinced the doctors and the team to let him go back to college to rehab. Oh, yeah. Well, that's but the thing. The he, never, time, he never told him he was going to play. Yeah. He yeah. Said. In the entire time, he was playing five on five. He started at three on three, four on four, five on five. All of a sudden, He's playing every game, and he came back and told Jerry Krause and and said, yeah, I've been playing five and five. Let me fucking play. And and that right there, if that doesn't tell you, like he, he, what I liked about Jerry Reinsdorf, ironically enough, Jerry Reinsdorf was about to buy the Coyotes. Really? I, I, don't, I, know I, I don't know. A lot of people don't know that. Ironically enough, when we were going through some turmoil, Jerry Reinsdorf put his bid in to buy the Coyotes. Um I really like him as an owner. He's a little tough. Not a what lot of year people was do this? Was this around the same time as it was all probably this like was going 2011, 2012, maybe maybe a little bit after. We had a bunch of suitors, so I apologize for not knowing the the actual. But no, it wasn't around Michael Jordan era. Okay, um, it was when the Coyotes needed an owner because uh, Coyotes didn't come into existence till '96. So um, we, we fucking. Jerry Reinsdorf, I love the quote that he gave Michael Jordan, and we'll 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 move away away, away from this afterwards because I know we're talking a lot about this. But uh, Michael Jordan was like, "I want to play," and the doctors were like, "Well, you have a ten percent chance of lo losing your entire career." Yeah. So Jerry Reinsdorf pulled Michael Jordan into his office and said. Uh, you you you're potentially risking your career and he goes how about this michael if you had a headache and i gave you a pill bottle and it's full of 10 pills and one of those pills could kill you and nine of them could heal you michael jordan's response was well how bad's the headache yep <laughs> that's his what, fucking response because he asked him would you still take the pills would it, you take it, the pill? it depends on how bad the headache is yes depends on how bad the headache is that right there just tells you right there michael jordan best all time no matter what i'm a huge kobe fan rest no, in peace i'm a huge uh, michael jordan fan i think yeah, michael, michael jordan, jordan is going is down. instantly he, i don't think anyone's gonna surpass him and even though there's players that have surpassed him championship wise like you know carmelo and stuff like that who have more championships than he does because you know larry play, bird right larry uh, i don't know about larry bird but because larry the celtics bird, were no yeah the while. celtics were but larry bird came in towards the end of the era and especially because he was playing against magic johnson and then later on how to play against Michael Jordan. There isn't good 30 so, for 30 about this so, right now, too. It's just, it just, it, it just released. It's a good by one. The way, if you guys want to check it out, um, it's the but, Lakers uh, versus the Celtics 30 for 30. But there's, you know, there's other players that have 
higher higher accolades in certain things, but Michael Jordan's gonna go down in history because not only did he retire twice and came back, the second time wasn't really relevant because I haven't gotten to that episode where he goes to baseball yet. I I haven't either, but no, no, this is just general knowledge. How how are you gonna say it's not relevant if if he took that break and come back and won another three? No, 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 the second one's not relevant. Because the second oh, one he came okay. back and went to the to the Wizards, um, which was cool, which I mean, is it's, nice, it's, which I mean, is cool to see like Michael Brett Jordan Farm play going the Vikings. Yeah, but there was like no um, actual like um, like he didn't do anything. He was just kind of finishing off his career and stuff like that. You know, right? Um, but he he I, like he's gonna go down in history as the best. He still is the best in the business. Like no one's gonna surpass. What he's done in anything, he's ch- he changed the game of basketball in a way that nobody really like. If you're not a basketball fan, you don't understand how he yeah. changed the game of basketball. Um, people want to be like, yeah, no, he wasn't the only one. Like, yeah, he wasn't the only one, but he was one of those people that took the step forward as basically the limelight and basically took control of what is going to be basketball from here on in. And then on top of all that, you you know, LeBron came into the, the picture, you know, like almost twenty years later. Yeah, yeah, like almost twenty years later. Yeah, and you know what? We can we like we could and we might have an entire episode later about on. This whole yeah. LeBron yeah. I was and, just say, and we Jordan probably, yeah. because because this whole this whole thing we could go on and on about just these two. When all of a sudden, like it's just the, my final thought on this is that if you say either either of those two suck. You're just plain stupid. You're just because stupid. if you're a Jordan fan, LeBron sucks. That is a stupid statement on itself. And if you're if you're a LeBron James fan, said like, oh well, Michael Jordan was never blah blah. blah. Well, you also like, come on, it, and it, it, you can't just say that in one statement. And that's just gonna be for another day. That's just gonna be yeah. for another. Special. Before we close off this section on the LeBron Michael Jordan thing. I'm not saying LeBron sucks, but fuck LeBron. <laughs> right. Well, well, we know we know where this guy stands. I we're 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 great player. That, we're getting to that point. Um, I didn't mention in the first half that I wanted to quickly make a tidbit. My last tidbit about the Coyotes. I swear to God, I'll keep this under a minute. Um, the Nick Schmaltz and Dylan Strom, uh, Strom trade. Um, apparently, Dylan Strom's on the block. Um. Everybody thought that the the Blackhawks stole that deal because Dylan Strome was an unproven prospect and came in and scored like sixty five points in his first year with the Blackhawks. Well, apparently this this year happened and he's been a little bit underwhelming. Um, his his speed or lack thereof has has caught up to him again. I still think he's an extremely talented player, but the uh, the trade looks a lot more favorable. Not I don't want to say favorable, but even. Uh, now that it happened, because it was uh, Brandon Perlini and Dylan Strom for Nick Schmaltz, and Brandon Perlini's on a different team, probably on his way out of the league. Um, he's with the Detroit Red Wings, and has just not done shit, unfortunately. I still love that guy. Huge soccer fan, by the way, Brandon Perlini. And then Dylan Strom um, had a pretty underwhelming year. So there, there's that. And last, best wishes to Craig Morgan with the Athletic. Um he uh, unfortunately was part of the athletic layoffs that happened. Uh, I'm a subscriber to the athletic. I think it's great content. Uh, I don't want to comment too much on uh, as to why the layoffs happened, but um, it 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 does bother me to see that the the Coyotes have lost a uh, a good person, at least temporarily. 
when it comes to uh, coverage. And, you know, I, I've had multiple interactions with Craig Morgan, whether it was on Twitter or in person in the press boxes. Um, always been a great guy. And it, it, it really does bum me out that, that he's no longer covering the team. Um, but we, he's not going to be, he's not going to be without a job for long. Um, he, he's been covering the team for, I think I saw 24 years, right, Lucio? At least 24? Yeah, at least 24 years. You know, yeah. he, he's been a good voice for the Coyotes. He, he always had good things to say and it, it's fun. You know, we, it, it's, it sucks that we're going to have to see him go. But really... And my son might agree here. Um, we got we got my ten uh, month old here uh, trying to play with the mic here, but um, he uh, he he's he's had a great career. He's an awesome person, really really amazing content writer. And I think that uh, again, I, I I don't think he'll be out of a job long. I think it was it was pretty funny that the Arizona Coyotes actually tweeted out like some crying emojis when 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 he left when he left. So. I don't think he'll be out of the job long. It is kind of strange, though, to me that that the the Coyotes currently, as of right now, don't have any coverage. If you think about that, we are their only coverage right now. We are. We're covering <laughs> them for for the sake. Besides of, ArizonaCoyotes.com. Yeah, there's but, a, there's no, a, we're covering an amazing talent. I'm going to butcher his name, but it's Alex Kinor for something like that. He does the the Coyote social media, but yeah, he. Uh, Kane, he, what do you think, Kane? Yeah. What are we thinking, bud? What are you thinking, bud? He's just smiling. He's just he's just smiling. He said, "The Panthers." They don't suck. don't talk about your Ninos. He said, "Don't talk about <laughs> Nino's team." All right, don't talk about Nino. You can talk about Danny's team. Don't talk about Nino's team. Nino loves you. This is what happens uh, when that, you that, record it in the house. That that is something that uh, like we brought up a little bit, like. So you're saying there's a chance we can still stay in there because I mean we still got like press passes, we still got press passes in there. So I don't know, I don't know how much coverage we're gonna be able to get live. <laughs> I, I, I know Arizona is no longer one of the hub cities, but well, do you we, think we could get uh, breaking news updates? We can get something. We like still that. get in at Haley River Arena. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, get in there. Well, hey, you just, never know. I miss those pretzels and that coffee. You know what I mean? The like, coffee hey, man, and the pretzels, oh. my dude. Definitely got spoiled with that. Yeah, it was nice. Honestly, bro, like when I went up there to the press spot, like the press area, bro, it is so much different than watching it actually yeah. down. And and even in the higher levels, it's just a little bit different because like you can see everything. Like it's like you don't miss anything when you're up there because you're looking almost directly straight down at the at the ice, and it looks so fantastic being there. And the thing is. You know, it's great because you don't have to pay for anything. Like the coffee's free, the soda's free, the water's free, like the pretzels. You know, we do sound. <laughs> you know what though? I, I am a noob. I've never been like a part well, of an organization hey, no, that does something like press that. List. Yeah, and and, 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 here, and here's the thing I will say about this though. Like with both sticks and kicks and Arizona Deportiva, I've covered the Phoenix Rising, covered the uh, Phoenix Mercury, the Phoenix Suns. We've uh, done the Coyotes and everything. But out of all of the organizations. No one is more welcoming and more like yeah. more nice, more anything than the 
the Coyotes organization. Yeah. And that's not slamming on any of the other ones. Like, mm-hmm. they've all treated us very well. They've all treated us very welcoming. But you walk into Gila River Arena, into the media office, and you Everybody's get you so get nice. greeted with smiles. Can I get you a coffee? Can I get you You know this? what's like, funny about all, that? All of this is just so great. Like, it's so welcoming. When I went with Danny. Shout the first, Alex Morello. Yeah, right. Alex Morello. You know, even though, um, what's his name? Aaron... Uh, Cohen, Cohen, he's Cohen. gone. You know, shout out to him Still as well. Tweeted about the Coyotes afterwards. Hey, dude, though. That he was loves super the Coyotes. Cool. That was super rad. But that he did you that. know, the yeah. one, the couple times that I went with Danny to the press box, it's funny because Danny had gone there either with Kenny or with somebody else. But he has gone there multiple times, and it's funny because we went into the elevator one time, and they're like, "Oh, how are you doing, Danny?" It's like yeah. the fact that the elevator guy knows you or that woman. Get it. Oh my god, he's so. Dope. They're, no, he's, he's they're so, uh, Chuck, super nice. Shout out to Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, Chuck. Shout out to they're Chuck. They're so here. nice. And and he and and this this is one thing that like I don't I don't know if you're gonna be able like if you if you're gonna touch on this Lucio, but we do not go every game. Yeah, it is not an every game thing where they see us three times a week. These these guys saw us like maybe twice, maybe three times a month. And they remembered our names. They remember. They they greeted us by it's, name. They're names. so nice. Like, they're so welcoming. They're so they're so nice. And you know, it, it's one of those. God, things. I miss fucking hockey. <laughs> I know, dude. It I just, miss it just shows uh, the I miss God. fucking sports, dude. Like, if you I'm don't so miss glad sports, I don't know who. You, I don't know what you do in life, to be honest. Because I can't. I, I, I talked to somebody recently. I went over to a work party. It was the first time that I had gotten out of quarantine. I had broken quarantine, right? Went over to a PayPal party and uh, um, to be fair, we're not sponsoring PayPal, but hopefully one day. I mean, yet they're they're gonna sponsor us yet. Um, but no, uh, I went over there and I the neighbor came over and he's like, I built my wife a uh, a cantina bar, right? And I, and I went over there, legitimately built a cantina bar for his wife, and it was just Cardinals, Coyotes, everything. He's also We've probably met this guy, by the way. He does audio and visual for the Coyotes hmm. and the Cardinals. Super awesome guy. I wish I could remember his name. I hope he doesn't listen to this and be like, wow, what a dick. Because he, <laughs> he took me into his house and everything. What a penis. But he, he, he works for the Coyotes and the Cardinals, and his wife is a huge Coyotes and the Cardinals fan. Not a, not a sports fan at all. And I said, what? So I was like, what do you do with your life? And he's like, I exercise, I run marathons. I was like, So the f- guy that does... I, well, hold on. I was sitting there, I was like, God, that's why our lives suck. Is because we fucking watch sports all the time. We dedicate our fucking lives to this. And this guy's out there fucking running triathlons and shit. And like having a great time. <laughs> Builds his wife a fucking bar out of nowhere while she's on a work vacation. I'm like sitting there, I'm like... Maybe I would be a lot happier if I didn't watch sports. You know, like I'd, I'd maybe you'd be working for the Coyotes if right. you didn't like sports. But you anyway, know? <laughs> like I couldn't. I really couldn't give up sports. Like, yeah, I, I, I do. I do get what what what, what he's going on right there because now all this he didn't lose anything, so that's why he's still yeah. happy. But he didn't get cheated out of anything either. Are you? Are we gonna go back there? <sighs> no, no, <laughs> we won't go back there. Just, just know that I'm sad. But uh, like at the same time, you don't you don't you don't lose anything when it's gone, but when it's there, when it's the finals of any sport, when it's your team online, when it's the fucking final buzzer, when it's anything like this, like you can't compare that kind of adrenaline. That like it's, I've never had it. I mean, you did. 
you you had it with the Diamondbacks. You were a kid, but uh, you had it with the Diamondbacks. I've I've never had it in my life. Never, ever. And I and I know how much I put my heart and my soul into a sports team. I know that when it does happen, yeah, dude, I can't. Honestly, I, I can can't see, imagine. I can see you already. Like I can see it. If the Yotes make it and they win the Stanley Cup, I feel like you I will, will cry tears. You of joy will be for crying. Like you will be so happy. The fact that you'd be crying because all this relief. Of would following finally a team leave my shoulders. that hasn't won ever, and to finally get a team to win, your relief of joy of right. gratitude Kane will be of, renamed Kessel. Of <laughs> all the sacrifice, <laughs> of all the sacrifice, and all the times that you watched yeah. games and you pissed and cursed at the, at, at the at the Yotes, and when they play and they do shit wrong. I could already see just how like you would break down and you yeah. just like it just be you'd be crying with so much with the biggest smile on your face. Yeah, and I, I would jump it around. I'll ball like a baby. And one thing that kind of amazes me, um, it, it kind of plays off like how can you be a fan of an AHL team or like when when your best player leaves, like. One thing that kind of amazes me is like uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins. So I'm a part of this uh, this f- online forum. It's called HF Boards, Hockey's Futures Boards, um, and I love it. Shout out to them. It's probably the best online forum that you'll ever be a part of. So you should try it. But I see Penguins fans uh, over there, like Penguins, Chicago Blackhawks, people who have won multiple, multiple Stanley Cups, mm-hmm. right? They throw the biggest fits. They throw the biggest fits. And I'm sitting there like, you ungrateful fucks have no idea what it's like to live your entire life being a fan of a team that most of the time doesn't make the playoffs. And when we did make the playoffs and went deep, we got knocked out by an eight seed and have not sniffed it anywhere near it since. So I don't want to hear about like, oh, I can't believe we don't have a sixth or a seventh Stanley Cup. Imagine being a fucking fan of a team. That's never won a Stanley and Cup. And that's what I think. Like once the Coyotes win a Stanley Cup, I think that it's going to, I'm going to be a lot different than the average fan that would be like, well, I expect more. I expect multiple cups. I'm, I'm going to be like, you know what? I survived this long and my team finally did it. If they never win another one again, I can still die happy. That, that, that is similar to being a Diamondbacks fan because because that's <laughs> something that we live through. You can that's still die happy. Is, like, you know what? It's painful to watch yeah. them right now. Well, not right, right not, now. Not, right yeah, now. I mean, like, they're, they're, they're on the upswing. Yeah, they're, they're on the upswing. The Goldschmidt trade, I, I know that hurt a lot of people. because You know what? This is going to be very pe- controversial. I like. I, I, I was okay with it. Uh, Goldschmidt, it, he was good. He's a, he's a good person. He was uh, a great person. Yeah, great good, person. Good. And that's a, probably what hurt the most. As a player, that, yeah. like, you know he was, what? He was the face of the franchise. Yeah. Just let's move on. Let's yeah. move on. But anyway, right. regardless, that's we we, we talked on that for right. a while. Yeah. We've talked about every subject right now. Besides for soccer. soccer. <laughs> and we and, and we're and, almost and to the know, end. And yeah, because you know what? To be fair. It, it's coming back. Right now we we do have Bundesliga. We, and a lot, a lot of people like started watching Bundesliga right now, and but we're not going to dedicate time to that because any any time any anybody that's like watched Bundesliga because it's the only soccer around, they're starting to know the kind of level of Bundesliga that that it is. 
So it is. It is more physical. It is more physical football. It it, it like it, it takes a lot more skill to be good at it. And uh, I just, Lucio, I don't know if you're gonna agree with me or not, but I just love the discipline of it. It's like the ref calls a foul. Hey, it's a foul. Let's move on and let's keep going. And if the ref doesn't call a foul, they're not gonna like three players surround the ref and start complaining. They're just like, hey, the ref didn't call. Let's fucking move on and you keep know, going. And, and you're right. This isn't English football. This isn't Spain, Spanish football, where you have some of the bigger names in those in those two regions of the world. Um, I think it's one of those things that because they're they're such a tough team and I think players there understand that one like I think the discipline of the players knowing that when the ref calls a call, it's That's it's final. it's final. It. If he doesn't call a call, the players don't know, don't cry about it, don't complain about it. I mean if anything, I'll I'll expect teams like Bayern or uh Dortmund to maybe complain a little bit because they are bigger teams and they are they are more involved with European teams other like you know France and 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 England and Spain and stuff they're playing against some of those things in the Champions League so I understand I might understand why they might complain a little bit but the teams like Shock and Leverkusen and stuff like that they might not get as uh, as much of uh, they might not cry as much or not cry complain as much. Um, but the thing is, you do see the different levels of soccer, like in in that kind of area. Like Germany is not known for their great finesse and great, like oh my god, like skill. Like not saying that they don't have skill, but you don't see like the oh my god, you know this flick pass, that flick pass, and this and that. You see, you see the whole oh I touch this, I touch that, and bam, right. And, and, and like that It's not like you see Messi running around um, The thing is It's a good way To come back They led the league, They led the FIFA In the whole Coming back from COVID-19 With not Not having uh, Fans in Starting to play Doing all their things And I think The the fact that It's a more aggressive Type of soccer Kind of gives them A little Like it, it Right now Because they were the first To do it it, it kind of highlights them and what the soccer they were they play on in yeah. Germany. And uh and you know what this this is getting a little bit off topic and maybe controversial, but like they were the first to be back get back on because Germany, as soon as shit went down, as soon as they started seeing warning signals, they shut that country down. They did. Like bam, like hey, nobody's going now. Let's get let's get control of this. Let's let's do everything that we need to do to make sure the safety of our population is is had. And they did that right off the bat, so of course they were going to be the first to be back on the pitch. And like they've they've, they've done their social distancing, they're back on the pitch. No fans in the stadium. Social distancing still on the field. Whatever it is that mm-hmm. they need to do. So I mean, they did what they need to do. So like right now, soon we're getting English football back. We're getting Spanish football back. And I mean, we can't wait for that just to finish mm-hmm. out the season. But more importantly, like maybe more importantly to us right here is just getting the Phoenix Rising back. Absolutely, which yeah. is which is getting uh, they, they got no, a date like, now. New reports on that. It's it's a tentative date, but July eleventh. July eleventh is oh, when yeah. they will start dude. once again. Dude. They'll start before hockey then. And uh, yeah, yeah, they will. They, they, they will like and I it, am it, it, and it does, before basketball. It, it like I will say this: it does come as a surprise to me because. It was almost like dead in the water. Like we're not gonna have a season. 
the league is not going to allow. Well, no, it's not even just that. It's that they had this huge thing with the Players Association. Yeah. So the USL Players Association, they were discussing this whole thing about um, uh, players not getting paid because, you know, you get paid by – in soccer, you get paid by the game. You don't get paid by – yeah, or, like a salary yeah. or stuff like that, right? So you get paid ev- by every game you play, and that's like pay you. All obviously, this is not the MLS. It's not you know yeah, well, European. I mean, that, that's similar to a lot of leagues because that's that's right now the, the debate in in Major League Baseball because the players they want more games because they get paid by the game. Like if more games played, they get more money and they get more mm-hmm. of their salary, and like that that's the main deal that's holding them off. So, like, they, they do get the, kind of the similar thing of, like, more games equals more money. But yet the USL still has a chance to recoup the entire season. They do. and it, But the thing is, you know, you got you got these teams. You, you got you got the USL. And the thing was the, the, the Player Association was fighting for the players to get um, a better pay because the fact that some of these players were, you know, some of these players make less than some of the people working at, like, you know, a McDonald's. Less, less than minimum wage. You know, they get paid super less than most people. So it's just one of those things where it's 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 just interesting to see that the players, that the USL actually gave, because to order to continue, the, yeah. the Players Association, ha- the, the USL, sorry, the USL had to give in to what the players were, were demanding. Yeah. Unless the players accepted the USL's um, demands, badass by the USL because a lot like the um, I'm going to use the NHL as an example. Surprise, surprise! But um, the AHL canceled their season. The ECHL canceled their season. Mm. Um, the the junior leagues canceled their seasons. So if you think about it, the USL is not a major sport, uh, quote unquote. Yeah. No, we get what you're saying. But it's really cool to see how progressive they are to say, hey, like, we fucking care about our athletes, you know, and and, uh, we care about maintaining the integrity of the sport. It would have been a lot easier for them to say, hey, you know what? Other other minor league, again, quote unquote, teams have canceled their season. It's what is expected of us, so... You know, it's, it, they could have scrapped. They could have scrapped it. Nobody would have batted an eye. People yeah. would have been disappointed. But the fact that they're one of the first leagues to come back—that's. Yep. I mean, so. you think about who's in front of them: uh, UFC, MLS, and no, and, not them. Or, um, I'm sorry, UFC, NASCAR, and who else? That's it. That's it. Right? No one else has gone. No one else. No one else back. is coming back. And yet. the Bundes, the, the whole, the whole like well, bullshit golf, yeah, golf about, game between yeah the Tiger Woods <laughs> was, and what's this? Uh, Tom Brady and and yeah, 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 that, that was funny though. I mean that that was that more was, for publicity. If you, if you watch it though, that is. Funny, Peyton Manning talks the most. Oh, bro, shit. I love Penny, uh, Peyton Manning. I love him behind the Omaha. Oh my god! No, no, I fucking, there, there's like a video clip of him. And he's saying like, Tom Brady does talk a lot, but uh, I could bring up something. Sure, he can bring up Eli Manning, but I could bring up Nick Foles. And you see Tom Brady turn around. <laughs> and he goes, that was a low blow. <laughs> And no, he's just smiling I, the I entire time. I fucking love Kane Manning behind a microphone. They, they it is the greatest. <laughs> Did you guys? And you, I love. I really, I truly do love Tom Brady as a person. I think he he's an awesome person. I think he's a great spokesper, uh, spokesperson for the NFL. I know he's been in a lot of controversy, but it was really cool. You should. 
tune in and watch it. It was raining. It was it was a it was a really fun match. I, I fucking hate golf. You know what's funny though is that <laughs> I do. We, I don't know if people know, but we finally found out what Omaha meant when he yells Omaha. I don't know if you guys know this. I did not know. So Omaha, when he would yell Omaha, and you heard him yell it all the time. We need to go back and watch some of these games because when he yells Omaha, it wasn't an audible. Literally, Omaha was letting everybody know on the line that time was running low. Wow, really? Literally, that's what Omaha meant. So when you when he's like, Omaha, 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 he's I thought that was the last minute. He's literally audible. telling everybody, time is running low. We need to go. We need to go. We need to go. That's what Omaha meant. One of the meant. best play callers in the in the NFL, in the if NFL. not yeah. the best, if not the best. Yeah, he, he's got plenty of room, the five head of his. Like, <laughs> right. Right. He, but he, Omaha he is not even the, on his forehead. <laughs> they're like, the coaches are going over there like, yeah, right, we're going to draw, we draw so plays. You guys just look, at, uh, just look at Peyton Manning's head. That's what we're playing next. Peyton Manning's forehead. But no, anyway. But, you know, right now, you know, I'm, I'm watching some of these guys. Some of the, some of the players in the, in the Phoenix Rising are still out there um, doing some, you know, I just saw. Um, Dick out there at the Grand Canyon. I think he was out there with Aguinaga. Um, they went out there and um, they went to Grand Canyon. I don't think they're still... I think they just recently got back into full practice where they're practicing with the whole team. You know, shout out to them. They also did a, a big thing. Not saying the Coyotes didn't do anything, but I know that the Phoenix Rising did a big thing You don't thing have to get about, defensive about the Coyotes. We're, no, I know. Yeah. But no, here. but what I'm saying is... Like, we're I know, all fans. I know the... No, but look what I'm... You know, I know that the, the Phoenix Rising did this one big thing about... Uh, Rising as one for this whole Black Lives Matter movement and everything, yeah. and everything that's going on with that uh, with George Floyd. So I know that they were out there, one of the first, not one of the first, but one of the first in the league for the USL to kind of go out there and post something out, yeah. post something out there for the, for the, they for went, the team. They went out. They they took a knee. They, they took did, a knee. They, yeah. they did what they need to do. And then they posted they, it. They 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 did. A, they took a knee in the big circle in soccer. So it's the center circle, and then after that they created a one. And as Phoenix Rising fans, you understand what it is. You know, yeah. we, we have this the, the hashtag rising as one. And I think that's what their whole thing was, rising as one. So they created a one saying that we're all one in general. So it's uh, true. it was for a big Black Lives Matter movement in the sense of, you know, what happened, like I said, with George Floyd. So that being said, but they're also coming back into practice soon. You know, starting July 11th, we have to kind of get back into that whole movement of starting to practice, getting everything going so that when we start playing again, whether it be without fans or with fans, however the USL decides to do. And that's also a big, big thing with fans. You know, are you going to show up? Are you going to go? How they're going to do? Are they going to bring some people in, some people not? Are they going to provide social distancing, meaning that's going to be every other section, whatever the case may be. Um, when soccer comes back here in, in, in Arizona, everyone's ready for it. Everyone's waiting yeah. for everything. You know, the players are ready for it. I know the fans are absolutely ready for it. Um, so it's just something exciting to see that, you know, we're doing our part as a, as a, as a team. And we're also getting ready back to, to come back to playing soccer. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's definitely like I love – that the Phoenix Rising did that, and I love that teams all over the world, soccer, football, even hockey, like all, all, so many teams are like, you've seen clips of them either on Facebook, on Twitter, on their own social media, putting their own things like, hey, we're with you on this movement. And you know what? We are within the last few minutes right here. We got like, a, we got a few minutes left. 
and I just have to ask you guys. I cannot leave this podcast without asking you guys mm-hmm. whether or not this may be controversial or not. Mm. This might get interesting. Drew Brees. <laughs> I what knew that, the I knew fuck? That, I knew this would come up. All right, so let me just say something. Can here. I go first? Because no, I'm, I I'm, need to go first. Let me go first. All right, go ahead. I'm a huge Carolina Panthers fan. Drew Brees playing for the New Orleans Saints. He's a big rival, especially in my division. I absolutely hate the Saints. Mm, this All right. already sounds so like I'm happy in one sense because he's getting a lot of shit. But my thing is, Drew Brees has had this stance about the kneeling since he really has. Colin Kaepernick did it in Colin. the first place. Colin Kaepernick, sorry. Colin Kaepernick did it in the first place. His position hasn't changed on the flag, uh, on the kneeling for the flag. This, the, the thing for me is is that I don't think he's against Black Lives Matter. I don't think he's against police brutality. His main issue with this whole thing was he's the whole patriot. kneeling yeah. for the flag. And right. he and he said it. He got so much stuff because he, sta- he stood his ground on that stance. Unfortunately, he did retract. And I thought that was not maybe the best move for him. But he did get a lot of slack from his, his state, that, the that team. That was not the best, best move for him to retract. I, yeah. I don't think for me it wasn't the best move because well at the end of the day Tom Brady has has stayed within his track on what he believes in. I feel like you believe what you believe. I think he should have had a longer explanation about why what he was talking about instead of just being like I'm sorry about everything I did. And that's just my personal opinion. I don't think that in the long run. The Saints are going to do anything to to Drew Brees. I don't think they're going to let him go. I think he's going to have very. No, he's, well, he's already fixed himself. He already. He's yeah. going to have very. I mean, Michael he, Thomas. He, prob- yeah. he probably already had conversations with his teammates, especially because oh, without, they, they yeah. all called yeah. him out. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They all that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He probably already had conversations with his teammates, and some of them probably he, haven't forgiven him yet. Yeah, and that's the thing. Some of them probably have, but, but the thing is, I think Drew Brees, even though he did apologize, I think his stance on the kneeling for the flag part. Yeah, he's still on that. I think that he understands that there is an, a situation with police brutality. There is a situation with all that. So I think his thing is that I love it being a Carolina fan, Panthers fan because of the fact that it's going to put some turmoil within the Saints organization. Uh, but like this, this whole thing is just talking without sports. Like, without yeah, sports, I was gonna say, but I, that. I, but that being said, for me on that and that thing, all right. But other than that, I think Drew Brees, in the sense that he. He, he, I just think that you're he's allowed to believe what he believes, and I don't think that he should have. I don't believe that he needed to apologize about the kneeling of the flag, but well, the fact that he did it makes him that person that he could like, uh, make someone a great person in the sense that he can take responsibility for what he said, accountability, yeah. And, and, yeah. and I think that's that plays the bigger part for him. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and lay it uh. Like Kenny respond before I give my comments. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like I, I and I, I appreciate your transparency on it. Uh, first and foremost, uh, nobody here at Six and Kicks is going to try to pretend like we know what it feels like to be um, targeted or on the other side of this. Like I know that sounds Absolutely. like such a political response, but it's truly heartfelt. Uh, it, yeah. it really is truly heartfelt. I, I, as a white man, will never be able to tell you what it feels like to be on the other side of it. And I am disgraced and sickened by, and, and we truly talked about not getting into this. 
Um, but I, I feel like as a white man, it's my responsibility to to say that um, I'm sickened by it. I, I truly am. You guys are it is. both from a Hispanic culture. I'm, I'm purely white, and unfortunately, um, it's at the forefront. So I didn't want to talk. I, I didn't want to talk about it. I I didn't think that this was the proper platform to do so. But in my opinion. Um, or just in my experience, I'll never be able to tell you what it feels like to be on the other side of it. And uh, and I'm sorry, 100%. I'm sorry for for what what's happened out there. And, and unfortunately, there's nothing that that will do to change what's going on. Uh, I get why people are angry. Um, I don't necessarily agree with all the actions that are going on, but I totally understand most of it. Um, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to get into that too much, whether you're pro or, or against BLM, uh, we accept you. Uh, we just, we would just ask that you acknowledge the problem, the problem. And, and, and I think that's all that is really needed that we just, we have to remember that at the end of the day, we all at a molecular level are the same exactly person the same. and um, it's, it's really fucked up what's happening. And uh, my heart goes out to everybody that's affected by this in any way, shape or form. I, I, I just want to say something. I have a buddy that's my, probably my, my best friend growing up. He's an LAPD officer and he, he texts me every night, literally every night telling me about what's happening to him. It's horrifying. And then you turn on the news and you see the other side of it. It's fucking horrifying. It you, there is no stance here. There's no one side versus the other. It's straight up the middle. You have to be a human in times like this. You have to remember that we are, again, molecularly always on the same team. And we just have to get over everything that's going on. I've seen both sides of it. I love my buddy who's a police officer and I hate to see what's happening on the mm -hmm. opposite end, especially due to recent actions, not just one death. It's been multiple, multiple this year, multiple this year. And it's, it's, it's horrifying to see, but basically I know I, I wanted to get that part out. Basically I respect Drew Brees opinion because he has always been somebody that will say something that goes against the grain knowing that he's going to get backlash for it but i really did respect his resolve and saying hey you know what after doing some deep thinking i've changed my mindset which is not popular in today's no today's age where if you change your mindset people think they're switching up on them no it's not that at all it's okay to change your mindset it's okay to admit you were wrong yeah I've done that multiple times. I'm not going to get into what I f admitted that I was wrong about, because I think that will open a can of worms. I mean, it's not it's, what it's we're one here. of the hardest things to do. It really it is. is. It is hard to admit and that you're wrong. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into things that I admit that I was wrong about. But it's okay to do that. It's yes. okay, hundred percent okay to be like, you know what? I was under a completely different mind state back then. And now I'm seeing things differently, no matter what side you're on. It's one either of those way, either way, and I'm sorry, I'm wrapping up right no, here. You're good. Either way, 
we have to remember at the end of the day, and I'll say this one more time, at a molecular level, we are all the same person, and we just have to get past this. We, Absolutely. We truly do. Yeah. 2020's been the weirdest it's been year the worst ever. year of my life in the sense of what everything is happening. And, you know, not, not to cut off you, Danny, I just want to make sure that people understand that I'm not against you know anything that's happening i'm not against the fact that and we know that you know it, and it, i just want to make just, sure it's like such a tough i think top, that every, to i'm cover. always i've always been a person that believes that everyone's allowed to their opinion and everyone's allowed to believe what they want to believe even if it's controversial even if it's against because that's what we have a freedom here in the united states so i've always been that person that if you don't like something you don't you don't like something someone says you're allowed to believe that and you're allowed to voice your opinion on that and i think that People sometimes take that as me being against them or me being uh, uh, not like even not considerate of what's going on, and that's it's okay to have an expanded exactly. Mind. And and I think that that's absolutely not what I'm trying to portray as who I am. I love everybody. I'm a I, I I'm a big believer of everyone should be, you know, treated the same. Everyone should be you know respected and stuff like that. Especially because here you know, and we can't deny in the United States we do have racism still happening, whether it be 100%. whether it be in a personal level, whether it be in a corporate level, we still have that happening in 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 the United States. But my thing is, I do believe that people do still have the right to say and voice their opinions, whether it's a, a liked opinion or a disliked opinion That's what makes by majorities America, or minorities America. or whatever yeah. it is. And my thing is, I feel like. I'm grateful for the fact that they took action on these these officers that did something terrible to a person that maybe didn't do something in the sense of like what he deserved in that sense, I guess what I say, like he didn't deserve to be treated that way at that moment. So it's one of those things that I feel like he got he died in the worst way possible. And I feel like these cops are going to get the retribution. They're not retribution. I'm sorry. They're going to get dealt with the way they need to be. I think everybody agrees. Cops, th those cops absolutely were wrong. So it's, and that's think, not controversial. To and say I at think all. that's one of those things that they're going to get dealt with. And I hope they do because they do deserve to. But there's, what they it's and so multi-layered at this it point. Is, that and, it's, and I just want like every, like I you'll just, never be able to say the right thing. Exactly. And for me, you know, I, I, I support what's going on in the sense of protesting and, and letting your voice be heard and letting everyone know, you know, that there is an issue. And that's what I want, you know, to let everyone know that. I, just I everybody there. be safe. Absolutely. Please just yeah. be safe. Danny, you can go. Sorry. All right, so, I mean, for for my final thoughts, like, I, I just want to say, first of all, I want to thank Kenny for your very honest opinion. And, like, all this, like, I just sprung up on him. Like, I'll be completely honest. I didn't tell him that this last question was going to come. And I didn't I didn't prepare him for any anything like this at all. Like, I just want to thank him for his honesty and, and his recognition as, as where he stands as a white man. So, thank you, Kenny, for that yeah. and uh, for, for, for your answers. And as far as anything else, like, uh, I brought up this whole Drew Brees thing because it's just something that gets so miss uh misinterpreted yeah. miss everything miss publicized yeah. it, it's it's like the whole the whole thing boils down to this is that for him to say something like this like this is that he completely missed the point on all of it it was never about the flag it was never about the anthem it was never about anything like this it is about what is going on what is going on and he chose that moment because 
that is when all eyes are on him. And that is where he gets the most exposure. So when he was asked about why he's doing this, when he gave his answer, it was going to be given to the largest audience possible. And he may not have. He knew he knew it. he was going to he knew he was going to get hit on. He knew he, he knew was going to get attacked. He knew he was. It doesn't he, necessarily mean he was anti whatever was going no, on. Like yeah, you exactly. can't tell me that yeah. he's anti-American or anything like that. Like he's never been anything like that. It, it is or just anti like BLM. He's no, like, he, like he doesn't seem like he's that type of person. And and, and yeah, and 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 for and for Drew Brees, I don't believe for a second Drew Brees is a racist. I don't believe for a second that Drew Brees is anti-black lives nope. matter, anything like that. Right. It's just that he just misinterpreted the whole thing. He the whole thing flew over his head that this is not what we're fighting about. That Black Lives Matter is fighting for equality of what's going on. All right, it's not about who fought in World War II. It's not about who fought in war in in Vietnam. It's not about who fought in Afghanistan. It's not about people representing the flag, and like for for and for people that like just continuously make it about the flag. I would just like to point out that according to the Constitution, making the flag a bikini, a swimming suit, a beach towel, all of that is illegal, and that is going on. Yeah. So like. No one is against the United States like me, and uh, like I, I just like to point out, like for 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 me, Lucio, mm-hmm. nothing against you, but this has not been the worst year of my life because I missed out on a college educa- uh, education completely paid for. I missed out on scholarships, and I missed out on so many things because of who I am and where I'm from. I've made my made something of myself, mm-hmm. like. Through through the ways that I was able to do this, but this has not been the worst year of my life, and like just to tell people this, like there is more power in unity than there is in divisiveness. So we can agree, we can disagree about so many things, but if we all just come together, like this is so far above a sports podcast that this is originally from. We have a lot of fun here. We drink beer, we make jokes, we do a lot of shit, and like this is so far above that. Like for us to come together, I fucking love Kenny as a brother. I love yeah. Lucio as a brother. Every like we we get into debates all the time. Yeah, we don't all we don't see eye to eye politically. Yeah. Anything. I don't like hey, you guys don't, because don't. you guys go for the Dodgers and the fucking Diamondbacks. <laughs> fucking yeah, like we don't see this, this we don't see eye to eye sports wise, politically anything. But we we all know what what's going on. This yeah, talking talking yeah. to each other, talking to each other as Americans, talking to each other just as people as human beings. We can definitely, and I say this on purpose, definitely <laughs> rise above and be one people again. So, like, again, I'm not going to tell you what who to, to vote believe. for, yeah, what to believe, what to, what to blah, 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 that's not who to pray here. to. Like, that's not what we do here. I that's not what we Jesus. do here in, in, in Sticks and Kicks. All right? Remember to one love, uh, love one another. Holy yeah, shit. Just, just yeah. be human to one another. Be a person to one another. And you know what? That is the best message we can come across. Amen. Anything else to add? No, guys? that's that's the perfect yep. way to way to end it. All right, thank you guys so much. We will see you here next time on Sticks and Kicks.